Another week. Another talking dirty. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was more energetic. Yeah. Uh, this week we have for you in the NFL, Cam Newton. Trying to be a backup? Question mark. Then in the uh, NBA, we have the final power rankings for you as we uh, close out the NBA season. Then we uh, have our good friend Jababes on talking Masters. Uh, what's what's his profile called? Asling, Aisling, Ashling, Ashling, Ashling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Look him up on uh, your social media devices. Uh, go give him a follow. He joined us for some Masters talk because the Masters started today. And then uh, we take it over to pop culture where we break down some of the new trailers, Blue Beetle and Secret Invasion and our favorite shows, Mandalorian, and the first episode of Dave Season 3, wrapping it all up with your jams of the week. Ryan, how about a word from our sponsor? Yeah, Kent's Brothers Painting, 412-784-1577. Boom. Give them a call if you need a paint job today, 412-784-1577. With that being said, let's get into it. You. All right, and before we get into it, Ryan, how are you doing? Why don't mermaids wear goggles? Um, Shouldn't they have to wear goggles? No, not everybody has to wear goggles. But like, how they how can they see if they don't wear goggles? Underwater? They probably have different like ocular. But the top half is human, so they have the same eyes as us. Yeah, but, yeah, but like, okay. That's where you're going to have concerns when we're talking about mermaids? Yes, because I was always told the bottom half's fish, top half's human. The top half has the eyes. Yeah, but nobody's Our ever... Our eyes nobody, can't go under salt water Yeah, but nobody's ever long. said that, like, the human half is comparable to, like, land humans. Maybe there's, like, a sea human. You think, like, evolution? Yeah. Their eyes got used to it? Yeah. Okay. Essentially. Okay. How are you doing? <laughs> Were you stewing on that for a while? No. Well, I heard I heard someone talking about their kid asked a question like that. Yeah. And I thought, I was like, haha, what a silly kid question. And I thought in my head, like, how do mermaids not need goggles if their eyeballs are just human eyeballs? But I guess evolution would make sense. Yeah, I'd say evolution's the answer there. Because they've been underwater. Yeah. It's not like they just, like, started going underwater all of a sudden. I bet the first couple of mermaids had a tough time. Probably. Like, the first offspring of a fish and human was like, this mm. is fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm blind. I can't see <laughs> shit under here. I can't even enjoy being a mermaid. I just can't see shit. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. How are you? Um, I'm doing all right. The uh, master season began. So I've just been, you know, it's that time of year where you just pop it on at your computer at work and, you know, just watch out for your boss coming around the corner so you can just minimize it. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you do that? I'll call uh, your boss yeah, right yeah. now. Huh? I'll call your boss right now and tell him. Nah, nah they wouldn't do anything. <laughs> I'm, I'm. They can't. They can't get rid of me. <laughs> I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> they, can't, they can't afford getting rid of me. <laughs> right. 
I'm at that point in uh, my job where, like, you know, it's like I'm tenured. Like, if I was a professor at a college university. Mm-hmm. Like, like as long as I'm not a complete piece of shit, I'll be yeah. fine. You know? Yeah. No, I, I'm kind of the same way. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I show up work. I show up to work sometimes 15 minutes late. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I know, I'm like, I'm not sweating it. Yeah, I've done that, too. Like, what are they going to do? Fire me for being 15 minutes yeah, late? They like, need me right now. The people above me show up, like, 15 minutes late. So I'm yeah. like, yeah, well, you know what? Fuck you, too, then. Yeah. Well, the person above me, they fired. <laughs> so the second, so the, so the next person above me, uh, and he he works like over the mount. Oh, uh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so I'm kind of all right. Um, do you like pimple popping videos? No, nah, they're disgusting. Okay, I do, I love them. you love them. I feel like it's a very split. Like, I mean, okay, if it's like a really bad one, I might watch it just because like curiosity peak see point. for me it's just so relieving but like all like the standard ones you see i'm just like yeah whatever i get bored by like blackhead ones yeah yeah. because it's like those are nothing i need like the big ass ones and i need like mm-hmm. once i find it like satisfying i it, feel i feel the comfort because i just feel if i had that yeah and i popped it that mm-hmm. would feel the most relieving pop ever it needs to look like elmer's boil from fairly odd parents yeah like for me to be like cysts. all right i'll watch this giant cysts yeah and yeah. then like they press it and like it shoots out like a streamer of yeah. fucking pus and shit yeah yeah that's the only time i'll watch it i also love the big ass blackheads where it feels like if i was holding it it would feel like it was uh like hard yeah it does ones i feel like she's fine too <laughs> why would it be hard if she's feeling it it probably would be hard if she was feeling it. Why? Oh, sexual attraction and shit. Like. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. Because of blood flow. Yeah, something, something scientifical. Yeah. All right. Um, I have one more thing. One. I have one more pre-pod, <laughs> okay. but it's kind of a good transition to football. Okay. It's uh, Pittsburgh trivia. Oh, all right. What do you got? It's not the card. I bring the cards, but um, Chelsea's brother Ryan has okay. been sending me every single day. He has a calendar that has uh, Pittsburgh trivia on it. Is it better than the cards? Oh, yeah. They're awesome. Just Steelers. Okay, nice. nice it's nice, like, good. what Steeler? It's not the one I'm going to ask. But like, what Steeler had, was the only Steeler in franchise history of like, back-to-back MVPs, like team MVPs. Oh, team MVPs. And it's like, know. what wide receiver? And it's like, the answer's like Hines Ward. Ah, uh, okay. I don't know. They're like cool ones. Like, one was about like Casey Hampton. But one was, um, one was this question. It was only the second, so I said I said I just want to kind of want to do top three, and I actually got the top ten. Um, who are the top three fran- uh, quarterbacks with the most passing yards in franchise history? In Steelers history, yes. Uh, Big Ben, Terry Bradshaw, yes, yes. Cordell Stewart, yes. Top three, you got it. Yeah, perfect. The question was like, who's second behind Big Ben? Um, Probably, but it is it, Terry Bradshaw, but. Uh, okay. Uh, that's what made me look up the top 10. And this is where I kind of put it not really. Real Probably trivia. Maddox, right? No. Maddox really? is way down there. So this made me realize how sh- many shitty oh, quarterbacks we've had. Batch. Is Batch on there? No. Oh, that'd be he's awesome. He's on top 10. That'd be an awesome one if he was he on He should there. be. I don't know why he's not. Now. Not because of like the amount of play time, but longevity of career. Yeah, I don't see him on here. Because like Ben was always hurt and Batch was always the backup. Mm-hmm. It was the best like one-two punch we had. Number four is Neil O'Donnell. No idea who that is. He was a quarterback who took us to the Super Bowl and lost to the Cowboys in the 90s right before Cordell Stewart. Uh, okay, okay. Um, then Bubby Brister. All right. Bobby Lane. I recognize that name. Jim Finks. No idea. Mark Malone. 
I feel like I've heard that name, but not in relation to Steelers quarterbacks. Uh, Tommy Maddox. Yeah. Mike T- Tom Zach or whatever. I don't know. No idea. Ed Brown. No idea. Bill Nelson. Still no Dude, idea. Dude, like, like, this is our franchise quarterbacks. It just shows how like dominant Ben and Terry Bradshaw are. Um, but the last one's my favorite. His name's Dick Shiner. <laughs> Aw. He has 3,278 passing yards. Poor guy. I looked. Uh, Kenny Pickett's only like a couple hundred away from him. So Kenny Pickett's supposed to be top 10. Yeah, I mean, Kenny will finish in the top five. At probably, least. Kenny will finish in like the top three. These Most likely, yeah. Like, what's what's the drop? Stewart, so, could, so Ben is 64,000. Mm-hmm. Then drops a 27 for Terry Bradshaw. Then drops a 13 for Cradle Stewart. Oh, uh, yeah, he'll be, yeah. And then that's like four it's seasons. 12, 10, 9, 8, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3. And, I mean, and, after, and after a non-full season, Kane Pickett's at 2-something, like 2-7. Yeah, he, he, he really threw for 2,700 yards. Something like that. It, it never seemed like that much. And he only that, played 13 games. Yeah, I feel like he only threw like 160 yards a game maybe. Except for like that one. Yeah. They threw like three hundred, I think. I'll look it up again. He's balling. It, it's two. It's it's on the upper side too. Yeah, Cordell Stewart was a menace. I love. Well, let me think about all of them because mm-hmm. I love Cordell Stewart and I yeah. follow him on Twitter. He's and all his Twitter is, is him just retweeting people who are like, "Dude, Cordell Stewart's." Sweet. <laughs> He's retweeted and like replied to me like a, f- a bunch of times. Nice, nice. Because I had a Cordell Stewart jersey in college, I wore a lot, but it's like one of those yellow ones that are never jerseys, mm-hmm. but for some reason they're always on sale at like Walmart. Yeah, like Cord- I got Cordell Stewart yellow. Cordell Stewart's like the perfect person. Like if I was gonna do like a surprise celebrity guest appearance for somebody, mm-hmm. like it's that kind of caliber of celebrity. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like a cameo. Yeah, yeah. So I lied. He's two thousand four hundred on two thousand seven hundred, in thirteen games he started uh, twelve of them. Mm-hmm. And let's see if his average. Yeah, because there's that what the Your average yards per game is one eighty four, point nine to so one eighty five. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, but yeah, Dick Shiner, all time <laughs> name, all time awful job to be a Dick Shiner, a penis polisher. Like, that'd be awful. Don't they call that a fluffer? That, oh, that is basically a fluffer. He's a fluffer. Yeah. <laughs> He's shining those dicks everywhere. He's getting them hard and making them they make sure they shine. All right. He has to see himself in the dick before he can send them out there. <laughs> well, let's get into it here with NFL. Dick shiner. Leading off, Cam Newton sent a list out to the NFL GMs of quarterbacks he'd like to back up. Mind you, last year when he was claiming there was also 32 players that aren't better than him. Fast forward to today, I think he has like 10 people on this list. Uh, the list includes, in alphabetic order, Aaron Rodgers, Anthony Richardson, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Deshaun Watson, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, Justin Fields, Lamar Jackson, Malik Willis, Sam Howell, and Tua Tagovailoa. 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 What do you think about this? Um, I think people like Malik Willis. There's a lot of better quarterbacks in the league than Malik Willis. Dude. <laughs> so, first of all, I thought it was hilarious. I, I hate this in the, the way that why are we doing this for a backup position? Yeah, who cares? Like, we don't need to have, like, okay, I understand, like, Aaron Rodgers dropping a list or, like, Tom Brady dropping a list. But, like, we don't need Cam Newton coming out of free agency out of the retirement couch and dropping a list of players he he wants to back up for. Yeah. Like, just stop this before it gets out of hand. That's It's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. 
also, though, it's the funniest thing ever because he went from that 32 players aren't better than him to, yeah, Malik Willis is better than me. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, uh, what? Sam Howe's better Malik than Malik Willis got benched <laughs> like three games in. Malik Willis is very bad. He's so bad. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. Do you think he's going to go anywhere, though? You think, um, you think somebody will bite on that? If I was an owner, I wouldn't want all that. And no, I we, I think we discussed it last week or week before. Mm-hmm. Same kind of thing with Kaepernick. Like, you're not good enough to have that much attention. Mm-hmm. Our our backup quarterback shouldn't have as much attention as those two would get. Yeah, you know. I hear you. Like yeah, like you said, what backup ever released a list of like demands? <laughs> so I'll only play for these teams because they have these quarterbacks. Like what? Like you can't tell me that like if the Cardinals called him, he wouldn't just sign the deal. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. Oh well, it wasn't Kyler Murray? Yeah, the Steelers. What you wouldn't play for us because I wouldn't want Cam. I wouldn't want him. I'm just using as an example because Cam Pickett's yeah. on this list, which mm-hmm. Cam Pickett's better than Malik Willis. Oh, easily, easily. He's probably he's better. Probably it's better. because Cam knows that he won't get any play time there. Probably. I mean, he wouldn't get play time some of these places, but he'd be on a. He wouldn't contender. get play time backing up Aaron Rodgers. I think his mindset is he could maybe get play time under some of these quarterbacks, or they might win a Super Bowl. Or it's like looking at that. Or list. like Lamar Jackson, he might sit out and Cam's playing the whole time. I, I'm looking at this list like Anthony Richards and mm-hmm. might CJ stink, Stroud. Get benched. Yep. No, 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 I'm not saying that angle. I'm saying like all the, these, a lot of these guys are younger quarterbacks who mm-hmm. have the same archetype as him. Yeah. So he'd be looking more like I'm gonna be the humble like the mentor. Like yeah, these like, guys are like me, but realistically, he's probably thinking back and what you're saying. Like they're young, they might not mm-hmm. be good, so that gives me a chance. But he could play it off as these guys play the same way I do. Yeah, when they need a guidance. I, I'd hate it if Cam Newton was my mentor. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's a cool dude, but like, <sighs> I don't even know about that. He used to be. He's still posting in the windings font, and it just pisses me off every time uh, I see yeah, it. That's true. It's like, buddy. <laughs> You're not relevant anymore, huh? All right. Moving on, though. Tyreek Hill announced on a radio show that he plans on retiring after finishing his contract with the Dolphins, which should be in, uh, what, 2025, I think it said on that, that you sent me? Yeah. Um, I, it, it would be after his 10th year. Yeah. But he got drafted in 2015. Must have been, yeah. 2014, 2015, yeah. So, yeah, after this, he said he wants to focus on his business side. So, I don't know. I mean... Does Ty- does Tyreek Hill have a business side? Like, does he have like investments in anything? Like, I feel like I don't see like his name attached to stuff or like him promoting anything. Oh, his contracts through uh, twenty twenty six. Okay, yeah, yeah. So there's still mm-hmm. one, two, three, four more seasons. Yeah, essentially three and four. Um, good for him for committing to the Dolphins for that time, uh, at least right now. Yeah. Well, he said he's going to play out the rest of his contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if the Dolphins end up trading him. That's, that's he'll fair. He'll stay in Miami, but unless they trade him. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Let me look it up. I'm going to look up Tyreek Hill Investments. <laughs> yeah, like what does he have stocks in? I'm just curious. Does he have Bitcoin? Probably. I feel like every athlete has a little pull in Bitcoin. But is he like one of those, like, I need part of my contract in Bitcoin? Um, he could be. He could be. He's a big-headed, big-ego wide receiver, I feel. Um. Oh, the Business Journal. 
Oh, no, this is not the business. It's he has investments in the business journal. No, there's an article about how he's uh, turning in, uh, endorsements into investments. <laughs> All right, but yeah. Anyways, moving on then. Chargers running back Austin Eckler was unable to find a trade and will likely just play one more season with the Chargers. He kind of like posted about how he's just accepting he's going to play one more year with the Chargers. So. I don't know what this means for the team. Like, you lose Austin Eckler. I mean, that's your offense. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they have the wide receiver depth and everything. And but a good quarterback. It's just their line's been so ass lately. And their receivers get hurt so frequently. Yeah. They and, have to rely on a run game. And, like, Austin Eckler's been the most consistent thing on that Chargers team. Yeah. So. But do you think – who do you think's better off without the other? Austin Eckler's off the Chargers or the Chargers without Austin Eckler? Chargers without Austin Eckler. Yeah. Austin Eckler is a he's, he's great bunch. running back that's a dual threat. Oh. Yeah. No, I was, I was thinking, like, I feel like I'd rather be the Chargers that situation because Austin Eckler, I mean, running, running backs are... Dime a dozen. You have, you have four or five good years with running back. Then you're yeah. Done with it. And Austin Eckler's probably towards the end of that. He is. He's, so, like, so you don't coming have to pay on 30. Him a bunch of money and you can just restart. Yeah. It. Yeah, it sucks because, like, he's doing all this stuff towards, like, the end of his peak years, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, he's not going to get that kind of bread. Ain't, usually by the time a running back's good enough to where he's demanding trades, mm-hmm. that usually means they have, like, two good seasons left. Yeah, yeah. Like, every running back was really good, then they got traded and they'd fall off. they mm-hmm. drop off. Like, Le'Veon Bell was amazing and he fell off. Aaron Foster was really good in the Texans, but then, like, injuries and stuff, he got traded to the Dolphins. And he yeah, sucked. he did kind of stink there. Um I feel like Matt Forte on the Jets. Matt Forte, as soon as he left the Bears. Mm-hmm. Like Todd Gurley when he left the Rams. LT had a couple of good years with the Jets, but then fell off. Yeah, Adrian Peterson kind of had that. He's a, he's an he anomaly. dropped he dropped off, but like he was still consistent. Same with yeah. Frank Gore. Like they they weren't as he had those games. Prime. Yeah, he had those games where he'd blow it up and look like prime AP. Yeah, for the uh, Commanders. Yeah, and what then, like, it? randomly, a couple years ago, like, the Titans had him. Mm-hmm. The Lions had AP, too. Yeah, I tell you, he's been all <laughs> over. Uh, then, uh, next up, former Raiders, or former wide receiver Danny Amendola joined the Raiders coaching staff. The team also added quarterback Brian Hoyer on a two-year deal. So, they got Danny Amendola in the coaching room and Brian Hoyer, friend of Josh McDaniels, as their backup, most likely. Yeah. And Jimmy G is their starter. And Jimmy G is their starter. So it's just the Patriots. He's trying to reach re- He's just the getting Patriots. the old Patriots without Tom Brady. Yeah. Do you think he calls Tom Brady, like, a couple times a week? Yeah. Like, hey, you still retired? Yeah, I'm still retired, Josh. Mm-hmm. All right, just checking in, you know. Let me know if you need anything. <laughs> I'm right here. You have my number, right? Yeah, you're calling me. All right, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> How's the kids? All right, bye, Josh. <laughs> I can see come like something like that, or or I get or Josh McDaniels like triple texting him. Yeah, Tom's just not answering. <laughs> Josh is like looking at his phone intently. He sees the three dots pop up and they go away, away yeah. and he's like, "Fuck." <laughs> uh, then the only other thing I had, uh, Cowboys coach Mike McCarthy was uh, talking about next season and Dak Prescott, and said that apparently he. Quote, spent some time with Dak Prescott going over interceptions. 
like going over what to do in a case of an interception like how to tackle someone i just found it hilarious like they're just sitting in a room and watching dak prescott throw a pick on like game film and then mike points at the screen saying like all right now you see that right there that's a pick <laughs> and then dak's like oh okay then he writes it down nature's been a touchdown <laughs> like what does that even mean Going yeah, we went, some, we went over interceptions. Like, and and what in what fashion? Does he need to understand what dictates an interception? <laughs> does, he, what? does he know what an interception is? Does he like throw it to the enemy player? He's like, nice, yeah, thirty yards, good catch. <laughs> yeah, good catch, man. Nice, man, nice, <laughs> good one. Do you think the Cowboys are ever going to win a Super Bowl with this team? No, I don't think so. Not either. this team. I I don't think until we're like, I don't even know. They're gonna have. It's gonna have to be under a new quarterback and or new front office. Yeah, they, so they need to rebuild, but they're kind of like like the Steelers, where our rebuilds are like we're still kind of relevant. Yeah, because that's like kind of what they were. They're like Tony Romo. Yeah, the last them. like six years, the Steelers were like that. Yeah, and that's what they're kind of like. But they're kind of they're at the point where we were when we had the Killer Bees. Yeah. Yeah. Like so, this is like the first year it. without the bees. You should you should be able to win a super super with this team. Mm-hmm. You're just not going to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all I have for NFL. Anything you want to toss in? Uh, oof, Maron. Oof, Maron. No, I can think of. All right, let's take it over to NBA. Yeah, yeah. Later, he gets the rebound, passes it to the man, shoots it. And boom goes the dynamite. All right. NBA. Um, we have the a very, very important game about to start here. Yeah. Um, could be a round one matchup. Could be a round one matchup. If we win tonight, we need to win. Uh, it's Miami versus the Sixers. We need to win. Yeah. Big time. How confident are you? Scale of one to ten. We're one and a half point underdogs. Mm-hmm. But Jimmy loves playing good against the Sixers. That's true. That's true. It's always a revenge game for him. Yeah. And I don't want to say it because, I, I mean, I, I'll say it because I'm about to say it too. I think Joel has MVP locked up. Okay. So I don't think he really is going to have to go that hard. So maybe he doesn't go that hard because of injuries. Is it looking that way with the Vegas lines too that he's like got it locked up? Minus Did he have like a, a couple of good games? Minus a thousand. Wow. Okay. There's two games left in last night or or our Tuesday night. He dropped. I, I was, I'm just skipping ahead here, but he dropped 52 points out of 90 some points. The team scored 90 like six points. Damn. And he dropped 52 of them. Damn. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm I'm fine with him winning. I think he does deserve one in his career. So. Yeah. And I, so so he had, as he has it pretty much locked up. So because of that, I can see him not going that hard anymore. Um, like more worried about his health and stuff. Yeah, yeah, just kind of like, take it like slow. maybe not chase down that loose rebound, mm-hmm. but where the Heat have must win, they're going to be playing balls to the wall. So I think, I think, I think we can win tonight. Not guaranteeing because the Sixers are a really tough team, but I think mm-hmm. we can. Um, but all right, let's get into power rankings. I already kind of talked about our number four seed Sixers, but we'll do number one first. The Bucks, the Bucks, pretty much have the number one seed locked up. Um, yeah. The Bucs are good. Yeah, they're good. Defense, top tier. Good. Offense, good. Players, good. Mm -hmm. Coach, good. All right, number two, Celtics. Um, 
Right now they're locked into the two seed. Okay. They okay. they've been playing very well lately. They kind of get to this point, but they are like three or four games behind the Bucks still. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, they're pretty much locked in the two seed. Everyone's healthy for them, so they should be good to do a for a postseason run here. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, this is time to get good. So, I mean, if you're a Celtics fan, good for you. Absolutely. Uh, number three, the Nuggets. The Nuggets have the number one seed in the West locked up after holding it for uh, most of the season. Uh, I'll get to next week more because I'm next week I'm gonna do the playoff like preview kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's their playoffs to lose, in my opinion. Um, this is the first time they are really all healthy. Uh, for now at least mm-hmm. going into the playoffs, like in the last like three or four years. So I, I think the Nuggets are, are like the best in the West still. I think I know some people were. Jumping on the Suns because KD yeah. and stuff like that, but the Nuggets are the best overall team. I mean, I'm pulling. I hope the Nuggets pull out of the West, but if the Nuggets don't make it's it, it's almost the, hard to like envision it. If the Nuggets don't make it to the Western Conference Final, it's a bust of a season. I think if they don't make the finals, maybe, but like you're, they're gonna have this team again next year. It's not like yeah, true, and it's gonna be like more well rested and yeah, yeah. like Jamal Murray's still under contract, Joker's still mm-hmm. under contract, Michael Porter Jr. Some of their role players might be gone, but like the core. Yeah, people. but when your role players are having the season they're they're having, that's true. Too. Like this is the year, you know. That's yeah. why I'm saying finals are bust. Yeah, and I think they could make it. I I think the Warriors might give them some trouble because they're a lower seed. That's uh, and they're histo- they've historically given them trouble. Yeah, um, I think the the Suns, like I mentioned, KD could could get some trouble too. But yeah, if the Suns like go insane against them, the Suns mm-hmm. could win it. But it really comes down to that depth, like you're yeah. saying. Uh, all right, number four, I kind of touched on it, but the Sixers, like Joel Embiid, declared the start of the season towards the beginning of the season. Uh, Glenn Rivers just declared the end of the MVP race after Joel Embiid's 52-point game on Tuesday against the Celtics. Okay. Quote, the MVP race is over. The man just scored half our points in the NBA game. I'm biased, but MVP race is over. Yeah. Look, at uh, there's the stats I, from that game up to right now. On the okay. I, okay, I hope he wins it. Don't get me wrong. But it would be really funny if Glenn Rivers jinxed it. Yes. That would be <laughs> It'd just be like another thing we could throw on to Glenn Rivers' resume. <laughs> like, <laughs> Glenn Rivers. Like, ima- like, I don't know. Imagine, like, Joel Embiid fouls out the next three games and Joker puts up, like, 80 points in two games. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that would be bad. <laughs> that would be bad. Oh, Jimmy Butler, he's the man, dude. You're you're salivating looking at the Heat game right now. I'm just looking at the starting lineup. <laughs> I'm just loving it. I'm just loving it. PJ Tucker, remember get revenge on PJ Tucker for leaving. Number five, the Grizzlies. One of the low key best trades at the deadline this season has been Luke Kennard for the Grizzlies. Kennard has shot fifty three point one percent from three wow. since being acquired by Memphis. Um, he is poised to repeat as the NBA three point percentage leader, shooting forty eight percent on the season. Uh, the Grizzlies are fourteen and four when Kennard plays at least twenty minutes, and they average one hundred twenty point eight points per hundred possessions with him on the floor. All right. So that's like one of those trades. Like everyone's looking at the KD trade, the Kyrie trade, these big names moving. Mm-hmm. Um, but no one's really like paying attention to like the probably the best role player in the trade deadline, Luke Kennard. Um, the Grizzlies are good. Um, they they had they went on a nice little run before uh, Jaw even came back from suspension, mm. and 
like now with him back full full force, like they're just a team to be reckoned with. Yeah. I don't know. We just kind of talked about it, and we'll talk about stuff like this more next week. But like, I just don't think they can do it. That wouldn't like I don't there. I just feel like they're they, they're not like experienced enough to go on like a deep run. Yeah, I I just feel like the NBA really probably doesn't want John Morant getting anywhere near the finals just this year. Just this year. Yeah. yeah if he cleans it up in the off before, season, then yeah, he'll be Because before all this stuff even happened with the gun and stuff, mm-hmm. they definitely would want him to be like yeah. their mm-hmm. faces of faces of the league moving yeah. forward. Um, yeah, the same dis- distance himself this year. Number six, the Cavs. The Cavs secured their 12th ever 51 season in franchise history. Donovan Mitchell was coming off four straight 40 point games. And the team has won seven in their last 10. Uh, they're getting hot at the right time. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna cook the Knicks. Yes. They're going to cook them so Donovan bad. Mitchell. It's going to be bad. Cook the Knicks. It's going to be bad. <laughs> Did you mean to say he had four 40 point games in a row? <laughs> God damn it, man. Like Yeah, he's, he was so close to the Knicks. And just out of left field the Cavs come in. I know. I uh, sorry. All right, number seven, Suns. Suns locked up their four seed in the West after winning six in a row. KD is has thirty plus points in two of the four games since returning from the ankle injury. All right. Yeah. He's he's good. Just mm-hmm. in case you forgot, Kevin Durant's good. Eight, the Kings. Nothing new to say about them. Number nine, the Knicks. Jalen Bronson and yeah. Quentin Grimes each scored 27 points, and the Knicks clinched a playoff burst with a 118 versus 109 victory over the Wizards on Sunday night. Brunson also had a great game against the Cavs last week, which kind of goes against what I just said about the Cavs getting hot. Like, I think yeah, I mean, Jalen Brunson's getting hot right around them, too. So I don't, I don't think they'll get swept, but it'll be five games. Yeah. No. You don't think? Eh, maybe. I don't know. I think, I, think, I think Cavs win, but I think the Knicks are going to put up a bigger It depends play. on when the Knicks win their game. Yeah. If they win it early, they can maybe get two. Mm-hmm. But, but if they don't win the first two games. If it's 3-0 and, and they win one just to yeah, yeah, stop yeah. the sweep. Then, mm-hmm. yeah. and finally, number 10, the Warriors. Andrew Wiggins is expected to return soon if he hasn't already, and I missed it. Um, so he's been out since February 13th with his uh, – his father's been – uh, has some medical issues, uh, so he stepped away for that, which I didn't really feel like I knew that. Yeah, I don't think we talked about that. Yeah, uh, so yeah, he he's been helping with with his dad, and he's just hasn't he's been out for all that the, that personal reason. So good guy, player of the week. Yeah, but he should be. I think he was planning on coming back uh, this week at some point, so he can get a couple games under his belt before the playoffs start. That's I mean you know when you're on a team because like they, they're pretty much locked. They're not going to yeah. make it to the playing game. It's right. the way to do it. Yeah, so that like he might. I'm sure, he, if they needed him to get the playoffs, he would have came back sooner. Yeah, I think so too. Unless I, they have the article that didn't really get into too much about what happened, was going on with his dad. Yeah, it's probably under wraps. Yeah, so if it, because I mean, if it was, if it was really bad. I don't think he'd come back early. But mm-hmm. you know. all right, uh, players of the week, but no injuries. Ooh, okay. no injuries, no major injuries. At least everyone's staying safe out there. Good. And I also think it's partially because since it's the last week, a lot of people are resting, mm-hmm. so there hasn't been really a lot of like big names getting hurt. But players of the week from the West, we got Anthony Davis. The Lakers went three and zero. He had thirty eight point seven points, eleven point seven boards, sixty five point two from the field. Um, and then from the East, we have Malik Bridges. Wow. Uh, the Nets went three and zero. 
Uh, he has thir- he averaged thirty three points, five point seven assists, and three no five point seven rebounds, three point seven assists. And it's not going to matter. They're going to get smoked in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, no, well, we're, that's who we're trying to chase right now. Then mm-hmm. uh, for the sixth seed, which that's why we need to win this game. Um, all right, headlines. I have three. Okay, which one do you hear first? One, two, or three? Uh, I, I don't know. Give me give me whatever order you want. So, let's pick. Um, three. No. We'll just two. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. The, the three is like the biggest one. The other so two are small. Okay. I, I thought you were going to do that anyways, no matter what number I picked. No, I, I was going to, I, as soon as I asked you, I said, if you, if he says three, I'm going to say, never mind. <laughs> but, but if you said two, I would have said, okay. Um, the heat to read it has a new name once again. Is it the BBC? No. Damn. Uh, Bang Bros is the one that I was going after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bang Bros Center. Oh, BBC. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's not the Bang Bros. <laughs> I'd never heard of this place. It's called, I don't even know if I'm saying it right. Case, Casia? Casia? It's spelled Casey with a K. Do you, have the na- do you have the type name up in front of you? Yeah. Let me see it. It's K A K S E Y A. So it's Casey A. Casia. Casia? Casia. Casia, Casia. I haven't even heard of them. The Kaseya is an IT company. Probably, I'm, I'm going to go with Kaseya. Yeah. Yeah, Kaseya. Yeah, I'd say if I was like reading that, I'd probably do Kaseya. Hmm. It's a root Latin word. Yeah. Meaning informational technologies. Meaning. <laughs> Hey, do you want to get in the bang bus? <laughs> they they should have just did bang bros, dude. That would have been the best thing ever. And what if they made this, the arena shaped like a, the bang bus? Or if it was just a giant dick. That'd be sweet, too. Just the the big black dick. <laughs> 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 it's huge. And it's like a skyscraper. It's not like laying down. It's, yeah. like, it's like standing upright. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, from the aerial view, it's the tip is just a giant bang bros. It's a logo. Or the bus one with like the, the vampire bat wings they on the bus. They shoot fireworks out of the tip when they win. Yeah, right. <laughs> bang. Oh, wow. This all white yeah. fireworks. Bang bus logo. <laughs> wait, wait. One more. I mean, I know it's Miami, but when it gets cold, they like sh- shrink the skyscraper down a little <laughs> <Yeah>. bit. <laughs> it's have a retractable roof. It's a retreat, it goes down. The, the, this is the Bang Bro Bus logo. I just put that on top. It's the bus with the uh, vampire wings. God. That's great. All right, next. Steph Curry will star alongside Adam Pally in NBC's series titled Mr. Throwback. This series is helmed by the Happy Endings creator, David Caspi and the, also the writing duo Matthew Libman and Daniel Libman. I never heard of this. Never heard of those things. Um, so it's a sitcom. Okay, it's gonna be on NBC and Steph Curry's gonna be one of the stars in it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever hear? You ever heard of the show Happy Endings? No. Highly recommend. I've heard of Happy Days. No, I highly recommend Happy Endings if you like sitcom stuff. Um, it was only for three seasons mm-hmm. and got canceled. And it's one of those shows that people were like, it should not have gotten canceled. It got canceled okay. too early. Yeah. Um, it's like Marlon Wayne's son's in it. 
Oh, okay. Um, and this Adam Pally, you might recognize him from stuff, but he is a very funny actor. I think I do remember the name. Yeah, he's mm. a very funny actor, and he so it's those two are going to be starring in it. I, I mean, you might recognize him a little bit. Know. Yeah, he was a uh, yeah. So he's in the, obviously in that Happy Ending show, the Mindy Project. So who's uh, Steph Curry going to be starring alongside him? Steph Curry and who? This oh, guy. that guy Adam, Adam Pally. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if Steph's going to be a good actor or not. I'm trying to think if he's in anything else ever. The only thing I know him from is like, holy moly. Yeah, it's not even acting. It's just him <laughs> like, oh, let me shoot this cool golf shot for you. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe, but. I don't know either. NBA players I like don't really have a good track the record. One, the one good thing about it mm-hmm. is I like the show Happy Endings. Yeah. Yeah. So you got that going for So you. like, if it's the same kind of humor, mm-hmm. I probably watch the show. Not like Steph Curry, so I don't mind. I, I, I might give it a chance. Okay. It's called Mr. Throwback. I don't know what the show's me about. You know what? I have nothing else. Let's look it up real quick. <laughs> Mr. Throwback. Yeah. Throwbacks. Nothing came on up for Mr. <laughs> Throwback. So I'm on NBC. It's Man. a mockumentary. About what? <laughs> it's mockumentary comedy. Okay. I don't know. I'll have to look up like a trailer for the show or something like the old show and mm-hmm. get a re- uh, feel for it that way. Uh, the series about a down-on-his-luck memorabilia dealer looking to redemption by reuniting a sixth-grade teammate. Okay. Okay. So is the Steph Curry going to be the teammate, I'm assuming? Probably. It, I think it'd be more successful if like Steph Curry played himself. Oh, I, I, I might. That'd be a cool because they just said his uh, sixth grade teammate. Exactly, you know what I mean? Like, like maybe Steph he just Curry. played with Steph Curry back in sixth grade. You know? Yeah. Like that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I, I think, think that could cool be like too. more successful. Yeah, I think so too. But right. plays himself. Um. All right. The last one, the big bigger news: the league and the players' union have agreed to a new CBA. I believe it's going to be for seven years. Okay. Um. I noted there's a bunch of stuff I didn't note, but I did note a few things. Um. So one of the bigger things is they improved uh, in-game tournaments, in-season tournaments. So the way it's going to work is teams will be giving an 80-game schedule instead of 82 next August. Those 80 games will include, quote-unquote, tournament games, probably four, which that will count as regular season games. So the group pool for the Mm -hmm. mid-season tournament is just going to count as regular season games. And then the last two to get to the 82 games will be announced after pool play. So okay. around like the uh, the new year, yeah, is whenever like they'll do the tournament, and the only teams that will have to play an extra game are the teams making it to the finals of this tournament. Okay. So I I. But I what's like it. what's like the prize? Everyone everyone on the team will get a bonus. Eh. So you, so I I don't know if they clarified how much money it is, but every team will get the winning teams will get money, and all they really have to do is play one extra game. They play eighty three games instead of eighty two. Yeah, um, it just seems like pointless to me. I'm fine. I'm, I think it's gonna be fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe, but um, I don't know. Next bit, the thing in there is players are now gonna be required to play 65 games for season awards. That's that's smart. so it's gonna try. It makes to, sense. They're doing it to kind of like tail back on load management stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're having an insane year, 
we've been hurt for a big chunk of it, and you might be in the running for most improved or yeah. MVP or rookie, it's going to incentivize you to play because yeah. you're going to need to play if you want to get that award. Okay. Um, I'd say only do it for MVP, but maybe rookie. Um, I mean, the only thing is, like, no one who's playing less than 65 games is going to win MVP anyway, so it doesn't. Yeah, really, that's true. not really doing much. True. Next, um, players won't be tested for weed anymore. And on yeah, top of that, they can actually invest and be endorsed by gambling companies and weed companies. Wow. Wow. Yes. So that that is kind of a big step. thing. That's kind of a big thing. Yeah, we knew the NBA would be the first to like kind of. I feel like there's something else with gambling, capstone too. Capstone this. Where I feel like they, I think I read that they might, players might be able to gamble on non-basketball sports. Don't quote me on that. I feel like I just heard mm-hmm. that in passing. Okay. Um, I know other leagues just ban it entirely, so there is no muddy waters. Yeah, like Calvin Ridley. <laughs> yeah, but I think I think now a part of this, like you can get endorsed by gambling companies. That means they can actually gamble, just not on NBA games. Dude, I could see the ads getting funny for those sport bet sites. Yeah, like hey, this <laughs> this is John Morant bet on me this Sunday. <laughs> Gratata on the sports book. Gratata swag, yeah. bitch. Um. Another thing that I didn't I didn't really look into much because it's more of like the boring technicality stuff. Mm-hmm. They are doing stuff with the luxury luxury tax, and they're also doing stuff with two way contracts. I think they're allowing more two way contracts per roster, which also could lead to more roster spots available. So like instead of seventeen, it might be eighteen or sixteen, seventeen. I forget. Okay. It's not that poor. It's nothing nothing crazy. Yeah, the bigger stuff is more of the games, the weed, the gambling, and the tournament. Um. One thing that they kind of tease that might be in this new CBA that isn't is the one-and-done rule. People thought they were going to get rid of the one-and-done rule mm-hmm. and allow high school kids to go straight to the pros again, um, but that was last-second negotiated out of the CBA. Yeah. that It's it's like th- it's like when Congress like throws in bullshit that like is never going to get passed, you know? Mm-hmm. And they're like, all right, we'll take that part out, and then it's going through. Yeah. I didn't really read anything about a possible expansion because I know Adam Silver was saying he wanted to do an expansion – uh, sometime in the near future, but yeah. I, there's nothing in the CBA written about it. I think if they can do one like before 2030, that'd be nice. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. All right. Um. All right, that's it for NBA. I got one thing. What? I saw an interesting uh, idea on social media. It's who would you rather? Ben Simmons, bang. No, 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 no. Oh. Just str- like have like on your team, like, you know, playing for you. Uh, I thought you were saying who'd rather bang. Ben Simmons or Caitlin Clark? Ben Simmons. I might go Caitlin Clark. No. <laughs> I don't know, man. No. I'd rather bang Caitlin Clark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's a woman, I'm straight. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I just think. I mean, I want to sound. One on one, Caitlin Clark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think any guy who at professional level can dominate any woman in any level. I think I think a player who's way worse than Ben Simmons that you don't know his name because he's that much worse. Than Candace ben Parker or Ben Simmons? Ben Simmons. I think. <sighs> I think Candace I, Parker. I'm saying like the male. That's so why I'm not trying to sound sexist. Like one on one matchup. Yes. You're I, still taking Ben. Yes. All right. I just. I don't want to sound sexist. It's just no, men no, no. are naturally bigger. Caitlin Clark is probably a foot more 
shorter than Ben Simmons. She's yeah. not gonna be able to get a shot off. <laughs> and and like she and Ben Simmons isn't good in compared to other grown basketball player men. Mm. I just think the difference between men and women athletically are just all right. Big difference. Um, I also th- this that made me remind me of. Uh, do you remember whenever Brittany Griner said she could take Bookie Cousins one on one, and everyone just laughed her, <laughs> laughed at her. It's kind of like the same thing. I mean, yeah. Granted, I mean, Caitlin Clark just, Clark just came off of like an insane run in the tournament, and Ben Simmons has been trash lately. I just think the six ten male is going to beat the whatever she is female, probably five eleven or something. Probably even less. Probably she's a point guard. She's probably five seven. Oh uh, yeah, point guard. But you think Caitlin Clark? I might, dude. On a one-on-one, for sure, I think. I mean, I just don't... Like, dude, Ben Simmons doesn't even do anything in these games. Like, so She's listed at six foot, but she's probably more like 5'11", like you're, you're saying. Okay, gotcha. Like, on Tinder, she's six foot. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, I just hate the mail. That's all I had, though. Who'd rather bang? Oh, Caitlin Clark. I think I said Ben Simmons. <laughs> all right, dude. What? You sexist. How am I sexist? Dude, I mean, you just sexist. How am I sexist? How am I the sexiest? <laughs> how, how am I the sexiest? What if that was just your response to somebody calling you sexist? How am I sexy? How, how am, I, am I the sexiest? Like, what are you talking about? Like. <laughs> we are, we're, since we're talking about Keelan Clark, what do you think about that whole... Uh... Oh, dude, Angel Reese is a bomb... Oh, so you're you're falling into that camp? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, dude, she I, just went way like if she like once I saw the video that like the press yeah. tweeted out, I was like, dude, like that's bad. I don't like Dave Portnoy, but yeah, I yeah. agree with everything he did because that video. You you're winning. Mm-hmm. The clock's wind down in your victory, and you're f- taking your time out to follow this girl around and go like, yeah, like you're making me. sure she sees. And plus, like, like I, she didn't do that to LSU. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Caitlin Clark did that to the team before. Yeah, and, and she did, like, just one-two pass. Yeah. And this person did the ring. Angel, mm-hmm. whatever her last name yeah. is. Did Angel the ring. Reese. Reese. Mm-hmm. Did the ring, did the in your face, fold around. The, mm-hmm. the fact that she folded her around. That's where it was bad. And I think someone said, maybe even Dave, um, someone on that side of the argument was saying, like, you're literally winning the national championship. Everyone should be celebrating. You're taking mm-hmm. your time out. You are thinking about her. Yeah. In your moments that you should be celebrating mm-hmm. and happy. And also, like, I don't know, man. It's just, like, I think she was just clout chasing. Like, I think she saw all, like, the media attention that Kaylin Clark was getting, and she was like, I'm going to hop in on this. And just, like, yeah, point well, at her, and then cameras will be looking at me because I'm pointing at her. Yeah. I, I maybe I think I think that definitely could be it. Did you see she was on uh, Angel Reese like did a TikTok or some shit with uh, John Morant? No, <laughs> like, that's like the most toxic fucking. <laughs> yeah, what if they what power couple? What if they what if they start dating? That'd be awesome actually. John Morant's just they're going to like strip clubs together. John Morant's just flashing his gun. Angel Reese is going around like, oh yeah, you can't see her me. ring off. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Um, also, did you see Jill Biden? Oh, yeah. They, didn't she invite both teams or yeah, something? Yeah, and then Angel Reese. It was like, we'll wait for the Obamas. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought, I don't hate Angel Reese. I thought that was just a. Yeah. I thought she shouldn't have done that. And I, I, I think, I'm cool with her doing that. I'm on team. I'm on team. She should have. It's fun. I'm fine with her doing it because it doesn't matter. It's smack talk. Mm-hmm. But I just think it, it looks petty the way she followed her around. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, like when she was following around that, so I was like, all right, that's ridiculous. You're taking it too far. Yeah, like if she just did it once, then it's one. And I don't thing. even think like you're taking too far and like you're hurting Caitlyn Clark's feelings. I'm like, 
it, you're taking it too far, it makes you look bad. Mm-hmm. It yeah. makes you look like you're petty. Yeah, like if I was Caitlin Clark, I'd be like, all right. Like, I, I hit her with the, all right, dude. Yeah, <laughs> literally. That's the only response I would ever have to have someone ever did that to me. Yeah. Like, all right, dude. <laughs> Go enjoy your fucking win. Don't worry about me. Mm-hmm. Um, all, all right. right. That's talking women bas- women's basketball. That was probably the most we've talked about women's basketball in a very long time. One time I didn't sit here and name as many WNBA teams I could. We got pretty far. And I think that's probably the extent. The longest we talked about before this. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take it over to Masters Talk with your babes. Yep. From the Augusta National Golf Club in Augusta, Georgia, CBS Sports presents the Masters. Hello, friends. Hola. It is Masters Week. <laughs> yes, sir. So, as always, we have our friend Molly Mike. Um, How you doing? Creator and runner of, uh, was it a- Asling? Aisling. You can, can never get the title right. I can never get it right. <laughs> no, you did say, say it right. Everyone calls it Aisling. It is Ashling. You're right. Okay. Well, so I, I shout it out after every podcast since we do the top fives over there. And yeah. I never say it right. Like, I get called me out every time I say it. It's always different each week, too. <laughs> it's weird because you look at it and you're like, it has to be Aisling. And then it's just, it's weird, weird pronunciation. So There's no H in it, right? No, no H at all. But there's, I mean, yeah. there should be. Yeah, I thought it was like Aisling or Assling or something like that. But, uh, Assling, but regardless, Ashlinging uh, the trash friggin' <laughs> dinging. Fanways. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it's Masters Week, the best golf tournament of the year. Would yeah, you say yeah. so, Mike? This is actually one of my silly questions I wrote for you before. What's your favorite uh, golf tournament? Um, yeah, I'd have to go with the Masters. It depends, though. How about Honestly, give, me top, give me top three. Top three? Well, it's got to go Masters, U.S. Open, and then probably the Open for me. But, I mean, I like the the Opens. It's hard to say, but... When the U.S. Open is are is held on certain courses, like I love it at Oakmont, mm-hmm. obviously being a Pittsburgh guy, but there's just some courses that it it makes the uh, the U.S. Open more special than the Open to me. But, yeah, but yeah, the Masters is by far number one. I think everyone can agree on that. <laughs> no, I, I like the waste management. Yeah, the waste management is kind of sick. I, I need like to that get one. to it one year. Like, yeah, <laughs> that that's a bucket list trip. I think my I think my top five favorite tournaments is three majors. I think I'm going to bump the uh, PGA Championship because I feel like no one ever really cares about that one. But I will bump that one for waste management, and I'll probably do the uh, Heritage down at Hilton Head. I love, I love the uh, Lighthouse on 18. Yeah. It's the best. Bump bias because I go to the Hilton Head. That's time. always a pretty fun tournament. Yeah, that's always yeah. a pretty fun one. Oh, yeah. I Every year my brother goes, and this is the first year he's not going, and he's like, dude, you should try to get our family condo so I can go. I was like, oh, this is awesome. First time. I'm going to get to go. And then I went and got engaged, and now I have to use all my PTO for, like, the honeymoon and shit. So I can't. <laughs> so it sucks. <laughs> Growing up, you know, that's it. It sucks. But, um, yeah, no, I, Masters is the best. Uh, we did our top five video. We're probably going to come out. It probably came out by the time you're listening to this. Um, where we kind of did our top five. So I thought that would be kind of a good transition over to, like, who do you think, bias aside from your top five, who do you see, like, actually being, like, contenders to win this? Uh, I mean, obviously, number one, Scotty Scheffler. Like, we talk about him every week. He's always in the top ten. 
he's won a couple times this year. He's like, he's just a dog. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it. I mean, even if you don't watch golf, like you see, and you see like sports center or anything, you see he's winning like all the time. So yeah, yeah he's just a dog. Won it last year, kind of blew everyone out of the water. Um, John Rom is a heavy hitter. Everyone knows that he's a, uh, yeah. he's a beast. Um, hasn't gotten it done at Augusta, but this could be his year. Um, I mean, those are the two heavy hitters. Rory, Rory's obviously my guy, but uh, I think with the LIV stuff going on right now, I know it's not really, everyone's saying that everyone's friends and cool and it's not really a big deal. I think in the back of Rory's head, he's definitely got a little, uh, I don't know, getting a little spark going just for, you know, backing the PGA as hard as he has and being like, what you said yesterday, the spokesperson. So yeah, that's true. But honestly, there's so many guys out there. They're so good. You know, every week it's like impossible to predict who's going to be in the top ten. You get, I mean, Scheffler's kind of been a lock, but everyone else, it's like you have no clue. So I know anyone could win, man. No, absolutely. I yeah, no, I, I think I think Scotty. It is. He's playing the best right now. I think out of everybody, and I feel like it's definitely his tournament to lose. But do you do you think? We haven't seen the live guys really since the open, maybe. So, like, is there any of those live guys that you think like they can actually like, be contenders? Because I know a lot of people were kind of riding Cam Smith because the last time we did see him on like a tournament was it wasn't live was the open when he won. So, like, is there any of those live guys you think like can actually come out here and like maybe contend? Yeah, for sure. I don't think the live guys are gonna do as bad as people think just because like what they switched to obviously they have way less tournaments yeah and uh they only play like 54 holes i mean that's not probably going to make much of a difference these guys still play like every day you know what i mean and i think they'll be just as good but um brooks coming off a win in orlando this past week so that's that's big for him he was a dog in the 2019 uh masters the one with tiger um he was neck and neck up until like the 16th the the final round 16th hole so he could get it done. DJ's won there. You said, what, DJ yeah. has the best scoring average in the past, like, six years or something there? He's shooting, like – he's averaging, like, 70.1 or something. Yeah. God, I sent you that, right? That one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Did stats. You Do you have it? I don't know if I have it anymore. Um, let me see. Lowest average score in Augusta since 2018. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's yeah. like – it was like – it's like, but – he has the lowest score, but I feel like John Rom's also like right there on that list too. But we're talking about DJ. D- DJ's a man. Hot. Yeah, I think yeah. I said it on the top fives. I don't know if it's gonna make the cut or not, but hot wife. That's a big plus for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I. I, I oh. Uh, I mean, I, I. don't know. I think like. It's 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 just hard to say because I feel like a lot of people can. You have to be a big hitter. I feel like if it's gonna be really soft this week, I don't. I actually don't think it's gonna rain that much. So, Cam Smith. I like Cam Smith. I think he could do it. Um, damn, I don't know who else. Who else? Patrick Reed's not getting it done. I know that. Thinking of LIV guys. Um, <laughs> Phil's not getting it done. He yeah, might. I, who's that? Phil. Phil. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Phil's been taking a lot of shit. He's looking. He's looking a little old now. I don't know. It'd be kind of sweet though. It would be uh, him or Tiger. I was just rude for. Secretly. I said Freddie Couples uh, last night. We were watching. We were like, yeah, what, 63? I yeah. He gets it done. I would cry. That would be so funny. Um, it's supposed to be clear tomorrow, but Friday it looks like there might be some thunderstorms they're calling for. Rain on Saturday going into Sunday. So 
Yeah, definitely wet conditions. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean like longer hitters will definitely make it make it a little it'll make it a little easier for them because that first day is gonna be immense. Yeah. Getting, out, oh, getting yeah. a low enough score on that day. Yeah, I wonder how like firm they're gonna they're gonna make it that first day. Just if they know it's gonna be wet the, the next three or four days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, it'll be interesting. But uh yeah, Augusta's playing like as long as it ever has. It's playing seventy five hundred yards, which is insane. That's so deep. I guess the ball rolls out pretty damn far. Um, but a little fun fact, uh, Augusta first played at 6,800. So that's like, that's pretty doable. Something all bad. I, I listened to a whole podcast about the like the origins of Augusta National. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's like a 30-minute podcast I, I listened to on Barstool. And like the dude who, like the, like the Masters in general, they, like they basically two dudes just got a bunch of land in Georgia, made it a golf course, then they try to get that golf course all as a U.S. Open course, and the PGA said no. So they said, "All right, fuck you." Then we're gonna make our own tournament, and we're gonna call it like you have to win a tournament to qualify, and we'll call it like the Masters, but it's the Augusta Invitational. And it's like it's like a whole like the whole backstory. It's really really cool. But it turns out that guy might be a piece of shit. Augusta might be a racist piece of shit, but makes ah, sense. Little, little spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> who who did that podcast? I kind of want to listen to it. Uh, Barstool Chicago. Okay. Yeah, they, they do the thing called the dog walk, and they do, like, just random topics every day, and they did Augusta because it's Masters Week. That's pretty, pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, who's uh, – Ryan, who's your who's your guy? Who are you thinking? Dang so, I have, two bets. I have two bets on it, and I might throw a third bet down on one of my other guys. So, yeah. I have right now – I have five on Colin Morkow. It's the first bet I put in. Um, what I, I heard some stats on yesterday about it about him and um. I don't know how I feel about him. I don't know. So this is his fourth time in Augusta. The first three times he made the cut, all three times, uh, he had a top five finish last year. Like I don't know. I feel like Augusta is one of those courses you have to have a good track record with because it's got can't really like I don't know. I feel like uh you need a lot of experience with it. I know four years isn't nothing in the grand scheme of things, but. It, it, the more you play it, the better you're going to get at it. And I think he already had a pretty impressive showing so far in his first three years there. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of in that sweet spot too, where he's like, he's only played it a handful of times. So people aren't like, Oh, can he get it done at Augusta? It's that, yeah. that, I think that takes like what, like seven, eight years or something like that. Oh yeah. Like he, he, he has, this is, this would be early for in your career to get kind of feel like, um, but besides him, I also threw another five of my boy, Justin Thomas. Yeah, <laughs> if, if I'd him. love to see him win. I I don't know. I'd love to see him win. That'd be sick. Yeah. What what majors does he have? He has U.S. Open. And does he have a PGA Championship? He has. Um, yeah, he's the U.S. Open in the PGA. He won the PGA against Salatoris. What? Last year or two years ago? I think it might. Yeah, last year. Last year, I think last year because I think didn't Salatoris, which by the way is my third guy. I'm gonna bet on as well as Salatoris. Um, there's been a stretch where he just finishes like second in every like major it's yeah. to the point where like i think if he just is there in the last day he's gonna have to finally get one done yeah <laughs> like he's been he's yeah. been he's been floating around like the last day like in contention for like the, like every major <laughs> um yeah. what, do you oh, think of, what do you think of tiger you think he has <laughs> any juice in the tank you think he could do it <laughs> Well, I, I said this before 
on your on your show, but I mean, he's a beast. He's a dog. He's a motherfucking problem. Of course, I think you can. You can't count him out. <laughs> no, no, not at all. this is like I think you said it yesterday. It's like his home course. <laughs> yeah, dude, like, he's a beast. I think he gets he just gets up for the majors now. So, yeah, I think so too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I do I think he's gonna win. Realistically, no. But <laughs> like, is everyone gonna be rooting for him? And do do you, is it like a zero percent chance that he doesn't? No, like it's yeah, yeah. there's definitely some kind of chance. I'd probably give him like a twenty percent chance. Yeah, yeah. I'm rolling with uh, Tony Fino. What's that? Tony Fino. Tony Fino, dude. Fino, yeah. Fino, yeah. Fino, Fino. He's a dog, honestly. He could win it too. He's a ama- He's so good. Yeah. He hits the ball longer than anyone, and that's huge. Sleeper, I'm going with. Uh, Sung J.M. Oh, yeah. Sung J's a beast. Yeah, yeah. I remember that name. <laughs> why are you just why are you just like picking all the names that are hard to pronounce? No, dude, Sung J's a beast. Exactly. Yeah, they, these are these are informative decisions. <laughs> no, definitely. Yeah, definitely. No. If he gets it going, he just like fires and pins. And like if he gets it going, he just shoots incredible numbers. He is a guy, I don't know how to pronounce his name, so I never pick him on on Mike's show. Sung Jay. Yeah, I never. I just don't want to mess up names. So there's some. There's so many times I just don't pick people because I don't know how to pronounce their names and I don't want to look like a fool. <laughs> who's Who's that South African dude with a long name? Christian Bezeta. <laughs> yeah, dude. I wanted to. Take Damn, him. you just rattle that off. There's he's, There's he's, been so many tours I wanted to take him and I just don't. <laughs> he won the week after I picked him. Like he he went off. Yeah, and I I was gonna pick him that week. I didn't want to say his name. Yeah. Why? Why do you think Justin Thomas is one of my favorite? <laughs> There's a bunch of guys. That John Rom's pretty easy. Dustin Johnson, DJ's man. Who is Kyle Westmoreland? Oh, Kyle Westmoreland. Shout out to Westmoreland County. He's a, he's the king. Who was the other, did he end up winning that tournament? Who was the other guy who ended up winning? The other PA County. Oh, no, no, no. The, I had um, what's his name? Uh, who? Uh, Chris Kirk, that that tournament. Oh, Chris Kirk. Chris and, Kirk. and that was my first pick because I said I had Christian Kirk in fantasy for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and he was doing really good. So I wanted, I'm going to go with Chris Kirk. Yeah, smoked you that week. Um, but, yeah, yeah, this will be fun. I mean, it's interesting the first day is going to be dry. I thought it was supposed to rain, but, yeah, I don't know. Um, well, okay, I know. This is kind of this – this segment kind of turned into me and guy just throwing names at you and you just saying things. Uh, but that's what kind of what you get at the masters. Cause it's the field. So big. Um, uh, Max Homo. He's kind of, he's a fan favorite and he's not had a good track record at Gus up. Uh, granted, he's only been here a few times. Do you think he's been playing fantastic so far? Do you think he has a chance at least? Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, dude, like any of those guys that are top, I don't know what he lies right now, but like top 15 right now in like the FedEx Cup, like they're adept. All of those guys can win. Like, well, who like Xander? Mm-hmm. You already mentioned Colin, Morikawa, Justin Thomas, Fino, uh, <clears throat> Zal Torres. Like any of those guys can win, man. Like, I don't know. If you make it to the Masters, you had to be like either fucking really good last year or really good this year. Yeah. Unless I guess you want a Masters, like Fred Couples isn't lighting anyone on fire, but yeah, he's just he's just a legend. I don't know though. If that's like his been his biggest hurdle, I feel like that's gonna be like what kills him in the end. Like he's not gonna have a shot. 
no matter how good he's doing. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I mean, get like, what do you mean? Like, gets in his head? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gets in his own head about it. Yeah. Shows up at Augusta. He's like, all right, this is the one. This is the year. I need to do it. I've been playing here a while. And he just won't be able to figure it out. That could be. That could be. I don't know. I don't know. So I guess that, that probably happens with some guys. Like, who am I thinking of? Who's the commissioner of the LIV? Uh, the Shark. What's his name? Greg Norman. Oh, is he? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, he got banned. Did you see he got here? He got banned from coming to Augusta <laughs> because, he, because he's the commissioner of LIV. Because yeah, and he's just like saying all this bullshit. Like it's it's pretty funny. You know, he, he dude, he had like a I don't even I don't know, I forget what year this was in the eighties. He was up like six or seven strokes and like blew the lead on the final day. So I don't know. There's a little I think there's a little bit of bitterness there too. Damn the shark though. He's a man. He I <laughs> I've I have a few I have a few of his uh golf shirts. Yeah. Yeah, He's, Greg Norman, dude. I think everyone has some of those shirts. Oh, Greg Norman, yeah, it's awesome. And because they're always crazy too. They're like crazy designs usually. Yeah, um, yeah. All right, so I actually have something uh kind of masters related, but not golf related. So Mike, you actually sent this in our one Instagram group, the uh it's the masters, full masters menu. Uh guy, I sent it to you too. Yeah. Right. I gotta pull that uh, up. Yeah, so it's twelve dollars in your pocket. And you and you're at the Masters concession stand. Let's call it 15. Let's call it 15 for the sake of this, so we get a little bit more. But for those who don't know why we're doing this Masters menu, it goes viral every year because it's so damn expensive to get into the Masters that the concession stand is literally like everything's like two dollars. Yeah. So it's always like it's always just viral because it's always like mind blowing to people how cheap the Masters is at the concession stand. But it's a great classic menu. Um, it never really changes much. So 15 dollars in your pocket. Mike, we'll start with you. You're the guest. All right. Uh, yeah, good. <laughs> All right. Uh, <clears throat> it's a great idea on their part, too. You know, everyone's excited to be there. And they're like, oh, these prices are great. Like, you leave Augusta with, like, the best feeling ever. If you were, yeah. if you were buying, like, $8 beers, you'd be like, ah, Augusta was fun. But, like, man, it really took a beating on my wallet. But <laughs> that is a good idea. Um, $15 per ticket. <laughs> I had to also spend thousands of dollars for just boots. Dude, they could easily do that and it wouldn't make a difference. It's crazy. I um I probably would have to get a coffee at first. So I would imagine I'd be there pretty early, taking it all in. Um this is assuming you're only going for one day, right? Well, I guess yeah, you yeah. have dollars in your pocket. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Uh coffee and then what is that? Two and Definitely get a beer at some point. Uh, make that two, so that's twelve dollars, and then you get three dollars <laughs> left. Uh, I was also going with two beers as well. Yeah, I feel like throughout <laughs> a day, I'm definitely thinking two beers. Realistically, I'd drop fifty dollars and just get like ten beers. <laughs> oh, all right, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll have to send you guys this picture of this guy last year um, behind Tiger, and he has like. 20 like souvenir cups like they're just made for beer they're like standard red solo size aren't for the yeah they're just like little green glasses he has like 10 of them stacked behind tiger as he's swinging it was so funny but um all right yeah and then the last uh oh that's a tough one i'd probably go two pimento cheese sandwiches Dude, that, I'm looking at that. That's almost my exact gonna be my exact where i'll switch my i up. think that's like the coffee what is a pimento wine? cheese sandwich what? what is a pimento cheese sandwich? It's just a cheese sandwich with pimento cheese. Just it's, a cheese uh, sandwich? Do they grill it? They also, That'd be cool. Right? 
no it's it's like it's like three different types of cheeses and then you add like you add a bunch of shit i just watched a video dustin johnson made pimento cheeses so I, <laughs> Uh, I'd probably go with two beers, the pork barbecue, and a bottle of water. That's not a bad idea. But I'd definitely get more than two beers. If, <laughs> yeah. Like, the rest would be beer. Realistically, I'm taking that $5, and I'm going to be betting on the grounds with some <laughs> other degenerate I find and try to double that. Yeah. $30 would go a lot long. That would go, that would go a much further way. I'm looking for the pimento cheese recipe. But it's like one of those stupid uh, sites where it's like, here's the recipe, but you have to scroll like through like a million ads to get it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, and then you find out you have to subscribe to the website to view the content. Yeah. So, <laughs> it says cream cheese, mayonnaise, sour cream, garlic, salt, cheddar cheese, Parmesan cheese, diced pimentos. So it's like cold garlic bread. But a sandwich, cold cheesy garlic bread. Uh, yeah, I guess. You get it on like white bread though. Yeah. Hey, you get garlic bread on white bread. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. Um, shit on a bagel would be like. Let's see here. I, I'd probably Ooh, on a bagel, dude. That'd be so good. Be sick. What's a crow's nest? A crow's nest was that was the drink, right? Yeah. I don't, know what that, I don't know what the crow's nest is, but uh, let me look it up. I'm, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Orange juice, cranberry juice, grenadine, lime. It looks like a uh, mixed drink. Okay. They should just, I mean, if they were smart, they'd serve, uh, shoot, where are they? Um, transfusions. Yeah. Mm. Transfusions. Transfusions on the golf course, man. You'd have, people would buy those easily. I just don't think it makes. I just don't think there's alcohol in this the crow's nest. I would love to see just one of these golfers just once they like if they're like losing bad on day three, they're just like, all right, I'm getting hammered, and they just like slam all the alcohol at the venue. <laughs> they would not be invited back. If they Probably did. not, but it'd be a funny yeah. tele- televised event. Yeah, that would be funny. <laughs> it'd be funny if like if Fred oh. Cap- Freddie Couples did that. Yeah, like he's just like hitting it backwards at the T stand or something. Like, like, like he's like, I'm I'm never coming back here again. I'm just, <laughs> I'm gonna, just gonna have fun. The bank. Um, what else is master? Oh, well, about um, see Scotty Scheffler's uh Masters dinner. Yeah, I you know it was it was pretty good. I think that's another thing that goes around every year is that uh they just show you like what everyone got like the, the I year. love. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Everyone's been raving about uh, Hideki's uh, dinner. Looked pretty damn good. Like, what did he have? Like, like uh, Wagyu steak. It was Wagyu yeah, steak. He had, like, he had, like, sushi as, like, an opener. Yeah. And then yeah. beef. And then, yeah, like, something so good. Yeah, I know. It's, no, that, that one, that goes viral every year, too. I always, I love reading them. Because I always think in my head, like, if I won the Masters, what would I have? Yeah. And, and like, I, I every, every year I think about it. I think this year I was thinking, like, well, like everyone usually brings something from where they're from. There's some kind of dish from where you're from. Pierogi. So I need to start with pierogies or um, like little tiny like uh, sliders of like permanis. That would Ooh. yeah, that would be. But yeah. not like full sandwiches, like little like as appetizers, little like. But you have to get like permanis to make them though. 
Yeah, so I mean, like, like legit style, stuff, yeah. Just make, like, little, like, sliders of their shit. Oh, you know, they'd do. they be all over that, too. They'd 100%. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It'd probably be more for Gus to, like, let him do it than anything. But, mm-hmm. yeah, that'd be cool. And then, like, I would just, that'd be the only Pittsburgh thing. And the rest, I'd just be like. And then I see light to wash it down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> start with the main sandwiches and then end it with, like, lobster and, like, wagyu steak. <laughs> The only well, drinks you can, the only things you can have are uh, Turner's Tea or Iron City. Yeah, exactly. Dude, the the worst of those though, I had to pull it up because like it, it was appalling. Bubba Watson, man, I thought this dude would have some better taste. Do you read his? What do you do? It was. I, uh, but I, I feel like I'm being underwhelmed, but good. Caesar salad with corn muffins, <laughs> grilled chicken <laughs> breast, green beans, corn, mashed potatoes, and mac and cheese. Confetti cake as your dessert. Dude, you can't have grilled chicken as your main entree. That's the most <laughs> that boring thing in the world. So bad. Caesar salad start, like, so I love, bad. I love myself cake. Caesar salad. I love myself <laughs> Yeah. The start wasn't terrible, but the entree was trash. Like, oh, yeah. He was like, all right, here's chicken fingers and mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather there be, like, chicken fingers. <laughs> Just grilled chicken breasts. Like, here's your plain chicken. <laughs> Dude, uh, they're so funny though. I I think these are hilarious. These these masters dinners. Scott Scotty's has sliders this time, but he has like has it Scotty's way or something like that on the menu. Yeah. I I and I feel I've I just heard people like trying to guess what Scotty's way is. I have no idea. All right, I'm gonna read you one more just because I think this one's funny. Um, to uh, after Tiger's first master Masters win. Yeah, cheeseburger, grilled chicken sandwich, French fries, strawberry and vanilla milkshakes as the starter. <laughs> Shrimp cocktail, grabber olives, um, uh, prime filet mignon, sautéed sea bass, and strawberry shortcake as a dessert. That's, that's a crazy, crazy starter. That's, that's a crazy bad. starter. Yeah, dude, I like that. Cheeseburgers, French fries, and chicken sandwich. And that's yeah, just. Yeah, be stuffed starter. after the apps, dude. And the milkshakes, dude. <laughs> he and has the, the milkshakes. That's a starter. That's insane. Yeah. Dude, there'd so, have to be like a half. You get a half of a sandwich, half a burger, but still a full meal right there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see like you see like 21 year old Tiger, and you're just like, all right, this this kid can eat. He just plays football. <laughs> God, what would your. What would you have on your master's dinner? Um, I don't know. I mean, the Pittsburgh idea is good. I like that. But to differentiate a little bit, um, I'd probably go with pork and sauerkraut for an app. And then I'd just get pallets of Taco Bell <laughs> for the entree. Like an obnoxious amount of crunch wraps and shit. That would be funny as hell. And then dessert would be um classic brown. My mom's cookies. Oh, I'll your mom's make a shit ton. Yeah. Oh, Mike, you gotta get you gotta try some of guys' mom's cookies. <laughs> really good. Have you yeah, ever? Yeah, had- yeah, yeah. They're iconic. They're they're anytime he'd bring them bring them to the house. Be like, All right, mom, <laughs> get to the oven. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she she'd like give him a batch, and then like she'd be getting an extra batch just to give out to people. No way, that's They're awesome. So, it's so good. The M M&M and M cookies. Yeah. Good. Um. 
Another question I had written down preamp, just ones I said like I think give you some BS questions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I I kind of did it already with like the tournaments, but what about courses? Rank your top three courses out of all of them, because I feel like there's some very iconic ones that they play on. And follow up question: Have you ever played on any of these really really nice courses? Because I know you have you have a golf career of yourself. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you have you ever played any like really nice courses that they played any tour events on. Um. <sighs> trying to think i don't think i have um like mini tour stuff i played on courses where they play like mini tour stuff i'm trying to think if i played any uh like the nicest course you've been on is that something you think they because I, I, I i know i never have i was close i was, I was at oakmont ready to go and i didn't <laughs> rain out yeah um up at oakmont does that count i was at the driving range at oakmont does that count, <laughs> that oakmont? Can count it my caddy brought my clubs to the driving range. I hit for like a half hour and I was ready to go. They got rained out. <laughs> um, let me think. I, I, uh, of clubs that I've played, I don't think any of them have played. I've never played a PGA Tour course, I don't think. This was crazy because like, I feel like Oakmont by now, one of us would have played Oakmont. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, my top, my top courses. But, but yeah, think of it as, I guess, now since you haven't played on any of these courses, think of it as which three courses would you want to play on? Yeah, like hypothetical for sure. Um, well, Augusta yeah. has, to be, mm-hmm. has to be one just because of the history. Um, two, uh, I mean, I got to go Pebble. Again, just a ton of history. That would have been mine, yeah, Pebble Beach. Yeah, Pebble's insane. Um, and three, I don't know. That's a tough one. I mean, I don't know. Part of me wants to say Pine Valley. They've never played a they've never played a, a tournament there. It's just like one of the it's like the most exclusive club mm-hmm. in the uh, in the country. Um, I probably I'd, I'd probably put that or the old course San Andrews. I mean, like yeah, I feel like a lot of people can play that. Like you can get on and play that. That's not <laughs> challenging. So I'd, I'd probably go Pine Valley. But. Yeah, no, I was gonna say San Andrews. I I. For some reason, when I was like on when I played PGA on my iPad in high school, when I wouldn't be paying attention to classes, I just loved playing St. Andrews. Yeah, I don't know why. I, I love it. Um, yeah, God, do you have any courses? I, I just had Pebble Beach. I mean, my my knowledge is going to like the PGA Tour. I don't know, thirteen that I played. I think it was. Yeah, but I mean, I pick Augusta, like you were saying. You have to. I I did like Pebble Beach as well, and then. I don't know what else. I don't know many other courses. So I guess just Oakmont. I because I that's all that's my knowledge. Oakmont yeah. would be sick too. I, I have to get out there. I'm surprised I still haven't. Yeah, the two two of my three are obtainable. I feel like I like Oakmont. I have a connection where I was there before. Hopefully he'll bring me back one day. I kind of yeah. actually saw him today and I kind of like hinted at it again today. <laughs> I, was yeah, yeah. I was like, um, uh, it's supposed to be me and him versus the old one old bartender and whoever his partner would be. And me and this guy are going to be partners. And I just said today, hey, we still haven't kicked his ass yet on the course. You got to me. He said, oh, we will. We will. So I'm uh, I'm holding out to hope that one day he just texts like grand seeds. All of you. <laughs> okay, we're going. you got to do that. That's smart. Yeah. Um, I think Harbor Town is one that's very obtainable because it's just it's expensive. That's really what it is. It's not exclusive where they play the heritage. It's not exclusive. It's just like really really a lot of money so but like 
I think that's obtainable. So I'm not going to say that. I think Tory Pines is a pretty cool course. Tory uh, would be sick, yeah. Tory Pines would be oh, sweet. Sorry, that's, a, that's a public course. Yeah. And is Pebbles a uh, public course too, right? Pebble Beach? I think it's – I don't know. I, I think they have a membership, but I think you can also play there if you're uh, – If you like you pay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then where, I forget the name of the, where it's at, but where's the waste management? If if they have the stands, even if there's not anyone in there, they have the stands on 13, I'd play that course. Yeah. Um, TPC Scottsdale. Scottsdale. Okay, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that would be a sick course to play, too. Oh, but I need the stands there on 13. I don't care if anyone's <laughs> in there or not. I think they probably keep them there like all year. They're they, I, I feel like I heard that they don't, they're not there all year round, but that makes sense. They're there all year round. Yeah, I guess they, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't rain out there, so they wouldn't like, they wouldn't get beat up. That's good. Um, do, you, do you have anything else you want to talk about? <laughs> the <Masters? laughs> um, not really. I mean, I'm excited. I, honestly, it's like, it's just a toss up. I'd love to see Rory get that grand slam. Like I said, a career grand slam. But, uh, yeah, it's a toss-up. It could be anyone's game. I'm excited to see how the LIV guys fare. I'm not worried about like how it's gonna play out on the course with between the PGA Tour and LIV guys. I could care less about that, but like I just want to see if they'll do well because I think they'll I think they'll go still go out there and play some pretty good golf. But it's hard to say they haven't been playing as much, so mm. I don't know. Um, yeah, it looks like this on 16, the stadium's not there, not all year round. Ugh. Bullshit. So well, no. Some pictures have it there empty. Some pictures are sharing it without it, though. So I don't know. Yeah, they probably take it out. Yeah, you're, you're probably right. They probably take it off, take it out like after a month or so. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any bets before we end? Yes, I do. That you'd like to share with people? <laughs> yeah, let me see. What I, let me see what I got for the people. All right, a lock. I already have a lock. A lock is on. <laughs> um, having no whole well. Can't say it's a lock. Probably one of your better bets, though, uh, is plus 150 on no hole-in-ones. So I like that. I think there's been 34 hole-in-ones all time at Augusta, and there have been two hole-in-ones the last two years. So I think we're due, based on my logic. Due for no hole-in-one this year. Um, Plus that weather, the later days. Yeah, it can make it it harder. Um, The ball's not going to be rolling out. they only own DraftKings because I, I I was looking on FanDuel I couldn't find that. Yeah, this is on DraftKings. Um, I bet that I think. I might have got it early. I don't know. Um, I have John Rom to be in the final group. That's plus five hundred. Um, which seemed pretty high to me. And uh, I have a little Scotty Scheffler top five, Rory top ten, John Rom top twenty plus five fifty. And my last one is, I got I got in early with Brooks. I got him at plus six thousand. So before he won that tournament in Orlando, so that was kind of lucky. So I'm with him. So that could be a good good payoff if he plays well. That's not bad. That's not bad. Uh, I have JT and Colin winners. Uh, pro, the only prop I have right now is it was boosted it's um tiger jordan spieth colin morikawa two of those three have to make top 20 okay and that's like plus one something but it's, oh. it's, 
It's minus something, but I did. I, I made it prop boosted to make it plus. Nice, nice. Yeah. I forgot. I also put Xander. <laughs> I have Xander Shoffley placing top ten in every major this year. So that's another like kind of small bet, but like could be worth a decent bit. So I'd love to see him get a top ten. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't take him last night, and I have him as damn. What am I thinking? Losing night. Damn, I don't see that. I don't see that uh, no hole in one prop anymore. Anywhere. Oh, I see it. Never mind. I got it. Ooh. Oh wow. Ooh, I'm about to toss it. I'm about to toss him <laughs> on it. There are some good ones. I gotta see. Tiger. There's a whole section. Tiger at Augusta. I love it. Yeah, that's awesome. Guy, make this use this event as your first gambling event. No, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna throw like those free bets, it's gonna be on a sport I know and understand. <laughs> yeah, but think about the free the free bet on uh, you throw like a two hundred dollar free risk free bet on someone to win the Masters. They do you you make so much money. I know you would. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be insane. That'd be so much money. But I feel like it's just very unlikely. I'm not a lucky person, man. It's just it's in my nature. I just don't want to invite that kind of chaos into my life. I'm with you. Because if I really understand my luck, I'll win the first one, get addicted, and then I'll never win again. Yeah. I'm looking for a, I'm looking for a coin to flip real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I can't, uh... What are you saying? If it's heads, I gamble? No, I'm just, you said you're unlucky. Let's see if you can get this. If you get it right, you should. Ready? Heads or tails? Heads. Oh, heads. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Dude. Heads. No way. Um. All right. Well, Mike, thank you. Thank you for coming on. Yeah. Uh, thanks, you can come on for all the majors if you want. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Fun. Yeah. Uh, I'm just. I'm. I'm ready to veg out for the next four days and just watch the Masters. Mm-hmm. I, Real quick before we leave, what are you? Uh, what are your thoughts on the Celtics? Do you think it's their year? It's hard to say. We've had a lot of ups and downs the past two or three weeks. It's been uh, kind of hard to pay attention to and watch. Like, fuck, lately we we beat uh, we beat the Bucks like one forty to like ninety nine or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, dominant win. Then they lost the Sixers right after. Yeah, that and then like the Wizards like. I don't know what the hell is going on. I think it could be. They really just have to get it going. Like, Jason Tatum's got to get it going. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be. What's that? I don't think it's going to be because, uh, as of right now, it looks like the first-round matchup might be Heat-Celtics. So, I don't think that – I don't see the Celtics getting out of the first round. <laughs> get out of here, dude. Get out of here. I, I'm I'm worried about, like, Philly. The Bucks are obviously pretty fucking good, too. But You, I, you won't have to worry about them because you're not going to play them. You're going to be done after for round one. Dude, I'm not worried about the heat. I'm not worried about the heat. You should. Oh, no, you can't say that. I'm not worried. I'm not worried. We, <laughs> we were I once. I am worried. I mean, oh, dude, he'll be tweeting at you if the fucking heat win. What's that? We were he'll once be sending you tweets of the heat win, man. <laughs> oh, I believe. No, trust me. I sent him, him a text to Larry Bird or Big Baby Davis every time we win against, uh, against the heat. <laughs> My background yeah. the whole year was Bam blocking Jason Tatum out of the rim. <laughs> the Eastern <laughs> Conference Finals. Yeah, um, you face you FaceTime me after you guys beat us in what 2020? 
Was that 2020 or 2021? Yeah, that's the bubble. It's the bubble. I, I FaceTimed you, and I had uh, the heat is on playing in the background. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it, imagine, imagine, God, imagine your team losing in the Eastern Conference Finals, and the first thing you do is you get a FaceTime from me wearing my Jimmy Butler jersey, dancing <laughs> to the heat is on. I'm, I'm very obnoxious. I'm very Dude, obnoxious. Next heat, Eastern Conference Finals. It, who's that? Nick's Heat. Nick's Heat. He's a big Knicks fan. He's a Knicks You're fan. Big, yeah, who? Knicks. We'll have to go to the games. <laughs> How, uh, dude, I'd, I'd go. I'm going to be in Boston in the, when do the playoffs start? When? Like, there's three games left. There's three games left, but when do playoffs start? They start like, probably like the 12th, something like that. Yeah, so I, I mean, I really hope the, the Celtics do pretty well. I'm going to be in Boston in like May 18th or 20th or something like that. So April 15th is when it starts. Is the first round. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know what I'm talking about. I, could, I probably couldn't afford a ticket if if they were that far. Because oh, they'd be most likely in the Eastern Conference Finals by that point. Yeah, that would that would be a little bit a little bit above my pay pay grade. Eastern Conference Finals was Memorial Day last year. It was Game Seven. So. Okay. So you'd have to imagine probably if you're there in May, it'd probably be late second round, early first round. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the second, late second round, early East Conference Finals. That'd be kind of sick. Yeah. Well, I was, I was saying if, if the Heat played the Cavs, there's a possibility there for a little bit. It's not anymore. If we played Cavs round one, I was gonna go to Cleveland. That'd be cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. East Spider. Yeah. Well, last year I bet. So last year I bet. It was the Cavs versus the Hawks in the playing game. Yeah, yeah. Eight, eight spot. And the Heat were the one spot. So I was like, if the Cavs win this, this playing game, I'm going to go to the game. So I put $100 on the Cavs that game, thinking in my head, if they win, that's my ticket. Like, the yeah, problem, yeah. that's my ticket. And then they lost to the Hawks. I was so <sighs> pissed. The Hawks. Yeah, I was bad. A, a little bit of hatred towards the Hawks now. Well, I hated them any, anyways. I, hate, I, don't, I think Trey Young's a dick. I love that. I love that lollipop picture with the uh, the hair on it. I, I think I posted that every time we beat them last year's playoffs. I think I tweeted that out like the four times we beat them. That picture cracks me up, dude, because it does look a lot like them. It's identical. I'm, I, right now, I think it's a Hawks Heat playing game. So you Ooh. know, I'll be tweeting it here probably the next week or two if we win. I'll be, I'll be keeping an eye out for it. I'll be keeping an eye out for yeah. it. But all right, thanks for coming on. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go, Colin. I need Brooks, baby. Come on. Well, actually, and Xander. Brooks and Xander. But yeah, dude. So if Colin wins, I win like 140. And that also kind of like in next week or two weeks from now, I'm getting 140 from Joel Embiid winning MVP because I have that future. So that'd be sweet just to get like randomly 280. I know. Cash out a little bit. Yeah, dude. Nice. All right. Well, thanks, Mike. All right, boys. Yeah, let's enjoy some next four days. Absolutely. All right, let's take it over to Paul Culture. Yeah. So I take the tank, fly it right up to the general's palace, drop it at his feet. I'm like, boom, you looking for this? All right, let's take it over to Pop Culture. Leading off with movies. The Mario Brothers movie dropped this past week. And... uh, it's been very poorly reviewed by critics, but the audiences love it. It's killing the box office right now. It says it's a big nostalgia kick. So I might try to see it this weekend. The holiday might mess me up on that, but I don't know. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I'm happy it's doing like decently well. Mm-hmm. 
because I feel like I feel like Nintendo needed that for the Mario movie after the first one was just atrocious. Yeah, the first one's not even a Mario movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a bizarro Tim Burton looking <laughs> like weird yeah. world where the Koopa Troopers are like lizard people. Yeah, yeah, it's weird with tiny heads. <laughs> It's weird. Isn't it John Leguizamo? Isn't he like one of the main characters? He's, he's Luigi. Luigi, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the guy who's in Who Framed Roger Rabbit's Mario. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you are right, yeah. Yeah, what a weird movie. I've never actually seen it. I've just seen... No, I've just seen the clips. Like, and, Honest Trailers. Yeah. And, and, yeah, like, Fandango clips mm-hmm. where it's like you watch the movie in 10 two-minute increments. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, but we did get a lot of trailers this past week for some movies and TV shows. Uh, for movies, we got a Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, the second trailer. We get a larger look at the overall plot of the movie. Um, Spider-Man 2099 is going to be like the antagonist, I guess. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a culty view of the world, and Miles is going to be against it and just kind of fight with them on that. Yeah. Um, the Citadel of Spider-Man. Yes. Got a larger look at that. Uh, they reference the live action Spider Man. Yep, the Doctor Strange mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like they have to be in this movie. Uh, they definitely are. Uh, well, I mean, Tom Holland's gonna be in it. Yeah, like Tom Holland will be in it. I feel like they'll re- like they'll show you cl- clips of like maybe Aunt- Andrew Garfield and Toby. Yeah, but they might not actually have them in the movie. They might use their likeliness. You know yeah. what I mean? I could see Andrew Garfield providing a voice, too. I could, yeah. I mean, it'd be cool if they did that, but mm-hmm. I think as long as you, like, reference them and maybe show a clip of them, like, I don't know. Well, there was a there was a clip in the trailer of Gwen yeah, holding. holding her Peter. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool if that was Andrew Garfield. Yeah, yeah. Like, just, just, like, a voice cameo. That's where I thought, too. I was like, it'd be cool if yeah. that's, like, where he was at. Um, so, yeah, I'm ex- I mean, this movie's gonna be great. I, this would be awesome. Yeah, that actually was the first time I'm seeing that trailer that we just watched it, mm-hmm. and uh, that made me so much more pumped for the movie. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, it's just gonna suck because it's a two parter. Yeah, that, that is gonna suck, but I also, th- I also think it's gonna be awesome. Mm-hmm. Me too. It's gonna be so good. Me too. Oh. Um, I don't know anything else from that trailer though. There's a lot of funny moments too, like the psychiatrist. Yeah, and the pointing meme. And the pointing meme. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I'm pumped for it, though. I can't wait. I am, too. I am, too. I One, I don't know if it is or not, but the teacher who told Miles' parents that he's got to be, be in Spanish. Spanish. Yeah. It sounds like that Rachel Dak from uh, SNL. Oh. Rachel Dratch. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. That's her, that's her voice sounded like. Okay. I wonder if that is her. I think it might be. Um. All right. Well, the next trailer we got, the Blue Beetle movie. Yeah. They dropped their first trailer. Um. So I feel like I like this one a little bit more than you, um, overall. The trailer did wasn't bad. It just there wasn't anything that I'm like, oh, I need to see this movie now. Like it didn't sway me to see the movie yeah. more than I like. I didn't really care about it the start, and this didn't make me care about it. Yeah, I mean, I get that uh, that mindset of, but it. it doesn't look bad. Like it's like one of those. If you tell me it's mm-hmm. good, I'm sure it's going to be really good. I just, yeah, I'm not excited to see it. I'm not going to be waiting by on the midnight release for it or anything. I I think I might see it opening weekend. Yeah, I think that's where I'm at with it. I don't think I'd see it opening night. I'd probably see it opening weekend, unless I hear it's like awful. Then I might just like wait on it a little bit. Yeah, I I just don't know what to do with DC right now. Yeah, that's true. 
But like this is like a movie where it's going to be on its own. Like they might, they'll probably reference things, but they won't. I don't think we'll have cameo appearances of anybody. Is it going to like be part of James Gunn's universe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so maybe. Yeah. Maybe we'll see. Technically, this is like his first movie. Okay. Um, I think the Flash is also a part of it. A part of it as well. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I think Blue Beetle. I mean, he's a cool character. I think it's a very good. Uh, I don't know the co- the costume and everything seems very comic accurate. The only th- my biggest gripe is just he has a sword that he creates out of the scarab towards the end of the trailer, but like it's not attached to his body. In the comics and games and everything he's been featured in, it's been like attached to his body like a like a stinger or something coming out of his hand. Yeah, and I don't that know. makes that make the most sense. Like, yeah, that, like doesn't really make sense to have like a sword that. Detachable, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so that's part of the scarab now. It's gone. Yeah, exactly. So like that aspect of it, I did not like. So I don't know if they play on that too much, it might get a little lame for me. But I, I, I don't know. I think the actor seems like he's good for the role too. So that's one thing I agree with. Mm-hmm. I, I, th- I think that I think the cast looks really good. Mm-hmm. George Lopez. George Lopez. Yeah. yeah the cat. The cast looks good. I. I think uh, even like that. Uh, that chick who's the secondary character, mm-hmm. she seemed like she was gonna, she's gonna be solid, like she's not gonna be bad. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. like like not an, an annoying, kind of like uh, Aquafina was in uh, Shang Chi. Yeah, which I sometimes that character is annoying. You mm-hmm. hate that that type of character, like yeah. secondary comic relief. But like, she seemed fine in the, in the trailer, and Aquafina was great in Shang Chi. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else from that trailer? I can't think of anything. I just want to rock, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Susan Sarandon. I don't get why she's the villain. That's weird. That's a weird toss in. I, I think they probably watched the Defenders and had Sigourney Weaver as the villain. Like, oh yeah, I might as well make her Susan Sarandon now too. <laughs> I don't know why, but I always feel like Sigourney Weaver and Susan Sarandon are on the same level in my head. Really? They're not. They're not. They don't look alike. But not really. Like, no. But they just like they're like the same like level of actress in my head. They That's do sim- fair. They do similar roles. That's fair. Like they. Ha- what have you done for me lately? But I know you're a big time actress. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. They have similar rules. Not like characters they play, but like... Maybe like Gwyneth Paltrow is kind of in that, Yeah, they, they'd be cast in the same type of role, yeah. I'd say. No. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Helen Mirren. Yes, but Helen Mirren's in the British version. <laughs> I feel like one of those two is British. Susan Randa isn't. Sigourney Weaver's not British. She's not? No. Yeah, no, she's not. No. no. No, 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 no. Um, then the other trailer I had for movies, the Barbie trailer dropped. It was actually kind of funny. Yes, <laughs> it actually like I'm not going to see it, but it looks like if I was forced to watch it in some way, shape or form, I wouldn't necessarily hate it. Um, I actually. It might, it might just be the movie podcast I listen to, but yeah. they've been hyping it up. They think it's going to be amazing. I feel like it's going to be better. I, than so, they, so my expectation has been higher because I've been hearing yeah. talk about how great it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And that trailer was very good. Yeah, like it was funny. Um, great cast. Like insane, insane. cast. Like <laughs> Margot Robbie, case. Ryan Gosling, whoever played Chung-Chi. I don't even know his uh, real name. Si- uh, Simon Liu or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Michael Sarah. Yeah. Is like the knockoff Ken doll, mm-hmm. which is like a real Ken doll, I guess, in like old, like in the not early, like 80s or 70s, mm-hmm. 90s or something like that. 
what actress has the one HBO show? America Ferrera's in it. Yeah. What I'm trying, who am I thinking of? Uh, I don't know. Self esteem or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure. But I mean it Will Farrell's in it. <laughs> it's just across the board. Like I don't know what to expect in this film. Uh Kate McKinnon's in it. Uh Isa Ray is what I was thinking of. Uh, okay. Yeah, she's she's funny. Yeah, Kate McKinnon's in it too. Rhea Perlman. I'm looking at the cast. Rhea Perlman? Like yeah. Ron Perlman's wife? No, uh what's it called? Dane Vito's wife. Oh Sid. Oh, Sid Bad Oh, okay. Uh Emma McKay, who uh she's she's an actress who's pretty good in her own right, but she uh, it's she's like in a meme that goes around a lot where it's like somehow these actresses are all different people and she's one of them. It's like Margot Robbie's one, her, the girl from My Name's Earl. Okay. They're all on that same graphic. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm like that movie seems like it'd be good. Mm-hmm. Um all right. That's all I have for trailers though. Taking it over some of the other movie news. Joker 2 wrapped up their filming. Uh, there was like one shot they were filming that I saw in front of a courthouse, which seemed like it was like, seems like it's going to be a good movie. I don't know. I was kind of, I'm, I'm very hesitant because like they're making a sequel to that Joker movie. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Lady Gaga could do well with the role for Harley Quinn. We got like a first like official look at her. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I, I have to see footage, I guess. Yeah, the, I see the scenes footage is, is, makes it look decent, but I don't know. Yeah, I got to see a trailer. Yeah. Um, I see. I think it'll be a good movie, but then they threw the musical twist on it, and I don't know if it's going to be good because I don't like musicals. Yeah. Like, that's that's the thing that I get hung up on. I think mm-hmm. I think she's going to be a great Harley Quinn for this type of, like, Joker movie. Yeah. I just don't like it being a musical. I wonder if they'll make her, like, his lawyer. Yeah, or if they're just going to do the actual comic thing where she's a psychiatrist. Or she's a psychiatrist, yeah. Because I could see that, too. Because last time we saw uh, Joaquin Phoenix, he was in the mental asylum. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So she could be working. Wouldn't be cool if we got her in that movie, but obviously we wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd, be, it'd be cool if it like was her he was talking to. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. You wouldn't get it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, maybe I would. <laughs> the black. Oh, that'd be sick. Yeah. yeah. Um, try me and it cuts to black and have him smiling with the cigarette that'd be sick that'd be a great it cuts to black and then he hears Joker laugh (laughs) yeah that's life that's (laughs) life and the credits start rolling instead of that weird running around yeah that'd been better true Todd Phillips hire us man I don't know why more people don't (laughs) we have such good ideas next up for bad do you think a tip to someone who got the rebound counts as a rebound Wait, what? Like, there's a loose ball. Jimmy Butler jumped up, tipped it to Gabe Vincent. Do you, th- who, you, yeah. think three- who can- do you think Jimmy Butler gets a rebound? Yeah. Good. I have a bet. I need it. Um, speaking of good news, though, Shrek 5 is now officially in development with Mike Myers, Cameron Diaz, and Eddie Murphy reprising their voices for the roles. That's, that's nice. That's good. I- Normally, I hate sequels and, like, all these reboot announcements, but, like, this one, I'm all for. Do you... I'm all for it. Did you see the fourth one? Yeah. I never did. Oh, uh, it's... it's So the third one's not great. That's what I've heard. The fourth one is a step up. Yeah. But it's not as good as one or two. Yeah, I've heard that. It's it's definitely, like, a serviceable movie worth the watch, I would say. Okay. 
Uh, it's it's oh, the, only scene I've ever the, seen the main villain's Rumpelstiltskin. Okay. And it, he and he's a yeah, and, and that's in there too. <laughs> that's what yeah. I know from it. Mm-hmm. Do the roar. Um, but like, whoever whoever voiced Rumpelstiltskin did a really good job. It's in a that. big name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's something. Let's see, we got Shrek Four. But yeah, that movie was pretty damn good. I liked it. We Craig, Craig Robinson's in it too. Hmm. Ripple still skin. Oh, I don't know him. Walt Dorn. I feel like he's in stuff, but we don't. Recognize he's a big time voice actor. It looks like. Yeah. He's like in all the troll movies. Okay. He's in Shrek Two. He's in Shrek Two. And the third. Really? And Boss Baby. Yeah. Let's look at his IMDb. Why don't we? I, wonder what I, he thought, was it was, I thought it was a big name. I thought it was like a... I wonder what he was in Shrek 2 and 3. That's what I'm looking up on the... Um, let's look at full cast. It'd be like a very low-grade character. Probably just like a background. Like the Muffin Man or something. You know what I mean? Like One of those characters had like one line. Shrek... The third, he's Van Student. Wait, okay, why is IMDb so weird right now? <laughs> IMDb changed, and it's annoying. There's not like just click on see his acting, all of his acting and stuff. Uh, side note, though, your team's killing it. 67-46 at halftime, dude. I love it, but I also hate it for my, my bet's not working out. Oh, yeah. No, it's, no it's it's working. It's on pace, though. <laughs> it's, it's a great pace. It's just if we're up too much, Jimmy Butler's not going to play. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, thirty point lead at half is not ideal. Is it thirty? Almost thirty. It's like 20 oh, twenty. Yeah, twenty. Yeah. yeah, but still, I don't know. So right now he's at. Let's see here. For those who know, I don't think we addressed my bet on the thing. I didn't need Jimmy Butler to combine for thirty-five points. Thirty-five points, rebounds, assists. And right now he's at nineteen. Okay, so it's more than half at halftime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is good. Using yeah. the Sixers come back. He was just at twenty though, so they took a rebound away from him. That might have been the tip. Yeah, maybe. They might have gave it to him, they took him away. Mm. Fuck. All right, thirty-five by two. So uh, seventeen and a half is pace. We're at nineteen. Mm-hmm. That's good. We're on pace. We're on pace here. All right. Next up for movies, something on the bad end. The Rock announced they're going to be doing a live-action Moana, with The Rock playing as Maui. That makes sense. It does make I sense. I don't think they need to make a live action Moana. This Dude, that movie came release. out like ten years ago. Yeah, I think I think the <laughs> I think the idea of having a live action Moana is bad. Yeah, I think if you're gonna have a live action Moana though, then the Rock has to be yeah whoever his character is because that character was just the Rock. I don't know. It's like they just jumped on the ship with like all the like uh, like Hawaiian and uh, what's the Philippines and like all that. Um, because they announced the Lilo, Lilo Stitch, Stitch live action cast, like they casted the Lilo, yeah. which seems like a good casting to me. Um, so I feel like they're like, well, let's just do Moana too while we're down there filming, like. Yeah. <laughs> and the Rock's like, oh, I'm on it. Yeah, like just make sure like I win all my fights and we're good. This has been my passion project for the last <laughs> seven years is to get this made. Yeah, he's gonna like, drop some like advertisement. We'll see it all the new movies like. I've been really looking forward to this Moana live action movie. Like, this is my masterpiece. So <laughs> I've been working my whole career for. <laughs> He's not posting an Instagram picture of his gate not working, him ripping it off the hinges. <laughs> I had to get that Moana shoot. They really did that for Black Adam. God. Um, 
But the last thing I have for movies, uh, Ty Reese was on a podcast doing like a little interview, and he was talking about his filming with Paul Walker on Too Fast, Too Furious. In the conversation, he also stated that both him and Paul Walker were hooking up with Eva Mendez's stunt double during the filming of the movie. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, that's nice. Dude, that, that seems like the greatest cheat code to like banging your celebrity crush. Do you think... Just fuck the stunt double. Do you think any actors like that ever just like make out? Like, like, do you think they like? Here's like they hooked like, up. We're both with, actors. Let's you know, just, they, like they hooked up. Like, do you think ever hook up ever means anything but just straight up banging? Like you mean in the movie they hook up, but like then they just bang off camera nah, too? Nah, I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's not that. I could see that if that's what you're implying. Yeah. But sometimes it probably doesn't work out, and like, why not go to the stunt double? Yeah, it's like a brilliant idea to me. Yeah, I don't know what I'm trying to say. About that. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like celebrities are another level. They always just bang. They never like probably. Dude, I, went out, I went out to the bar and made out with this chick. Like I could see like if so two like, celebrities, oh, fuck that chick. like if two celebrities aren't having good like chemistry or something on set, like they might just fuck to get like all the you know situation out of the air. I can see that. You know, what what I'm not thinking either, but I can see that. Mm-hmm. Like they're cuckoo, man. They, they they're all crazy. That's what I mean. They're they're crazy. They're, they're all, just like, like yeah, let's artsy. just do it. You know, we're two beautiful people. Let's just make love. Have you ever done that in someone? Walk up to someone and say that? No, I'm not a beautiful person, so. Yeah, you are. <laughs> All right, dude. Beautiful um, people. Anything else for movies, though? That was all I had. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons is getting good reviews. I'm probably going to try to see that eventually. Yeah, that is I, killing it. I heard that if you never played D&D before, then it's fine. It's an adventure movie. Yeah, but there's also a lot of things in there that are like if you play a D&D. if you D if you you know you know. Yeah, and yeah. it's like if you play D and D, you'll know. That's cool. I did yeah. like that one scene. I mean, I've seen that kind of type of humor before, where they're trying to cross like the bridge or whatever, and mm-hmm. they have, they ask the questions to the mummy mm-hmm. or thing, mm-hmm. and then he just keeps asking questions. He keeps answering, and it cancels out all the questions he can answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all right. Solid. Take it over TV. Yeah, man, that's fucking funny. Uh, I guess we'll get Dave out of the way because you didn't. Well, you kind of watched the first episode a little bit. I watched the end of the first. Yeah, episode. yeah, because I was watching when you arrived. Um, so Dave dropped season three, the first two episodes. I only saw episode one. I was going to watch the second one, but we had to start recording. Um, first episode. It's very. It's exactly what you expect. A lot of sexual premises with little Dicky. It's funny. It's a good time. I like the direction the show's taken for like this season, though. <coughs> I think it'll be pretty good. Um, it's just on tour. He's there on tour and he's looking for love. Mm-hmm. He wants to like a relationship, but like he's just banging groupies. Put your hands up. The first, the first scene, I think, like plays off of like pillow talking. Because like he's doing like a rap in the background while he's banging this groupie. Yeah, nice. And it's Damn. like, and the rap is like he's like talking to the girl. Mm-hmm. Like during the intercourse kind of thing. That's sweet. So, I don't know. Maybe that was like his inspiration for pillow talking in a way. Um, I just fucked. Mm-hmm. Now you gonna do? But so I'll, I'll I'll watch episode two and three will probably come out before we record next. So we'll get more reviews out for the future episodes too. Uh, Mandalorian though. Lizzo. I, I hated this episode. I didn't hate it at all. I mean, the cameos were okay, but like. I was texting Josh about this. It's just a filler episode. It was, but the ending wasn't. 
Anyways, yeah. The whole ending point was straight up. Yeah. All right. This is what's next. It was like it was like a mixed canon filler episode. Yeah. It was just like okay, here's like five minutes of actual Mandalorian. So Josh texts me, "Did you watch it yet?" And I said, "No." And he goes, "All right, well, it's just CSI Mandalorian." <laughs> and I was like, "What?" It's like you'll you'll know when you watch it. And I watched it. And there was literally the part where like they chase down the droid and there's like <laughs> they had like the holographic caution tape and they're doing like the detective show kneel yeah, down next dude. to the droid. Huh. Um I mean I like episodes like this with Fernando. Like the filler episodes for Mando were just still fun to watch. Um I I when I saw Lizzo, I rolled my eyes. I'm gonna because, shut it off. Well <laughs> I don't hate Lizzo. I just don't like uh, musician cameos and yeah shit. Exactly. It always like sucks. this kind of shit you know what i mean yeah, like, like megan the stallion and uh she hulk or at yeah. in game of thrones like i just don't like musicians and as cameo rules but since she was paired up with jack black it did the ridiculous balance out i think she did she was great yeah i mean like i gotta like the cameo and i think she it. did well like as far as like the, but the role rules that just she goofy. was playing out yeah, yeah. Same with Jack Black. That but I was just more like, oh, this is just a stupid episode. Yeah. Like, then, then Christopher Lloyd, God rest his soul, he's so I, goddamn old. I did not realize that was Christopher Lloyd yeah. until like two minutes of watching that scene. Yeah. I was like, I know this motherfucker. And then I heard him talking more. I was like, that's fucking Doc Brown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it's so like, weird like to see him bald, dude. It's like Lester. And, uh, and the villain from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, and he's baby geniuses. I didn't see that one. Chelsea loves it, maybe. He's a uh, villain in that, too. No, but he's just so old, and his acting mm-hmm. was just... You could tell how old he was and fragile <laughs> he was every time he spoke. It was cool seeing him in Star Wars, though. Like, like the cameos yeah. were okay. It yeah. was just, like, the whole episode was just like, dude, what are we doing? Like, mm-hmm. give me some fucking content. This is your least favorite of the season? Huh? Least favorite of the season? Oh, easily. Easily. At least the Pershing episode had, like, a little bit of Mando. Like at least like some good scenes and like well, at a, least that, good that Mando. but that was a little bit more entertaining at least with the Pershing shit. This was just like there was no plot it's device there. Yeah, but they, there's they're no. Going, they're going to try to recruit some people. Yeah, and they said they needed to get her old crew back together so she could figure out where. Yeah, so she went to this weird thing to the side quest of figure out who's fuck with our robots and we'll tell you where to go. It seemed like it was, it was a mission on a video. Game. It seemed it was, it was like all right, we have a plot. Uh, we have a game plan with the a contract with the studio to make eight episodes how do we turn them getting more mandalorians into a full episode i mean and then they're is, like insert that, jack black and lizzo but that's also every that's what clone wars and rebel clone wars and yeah rebels was too. yeah i don't know it's just it's it's sticky when it's live action and that's other episodes of mando were like that last couple of seasons yeah and i still didn't like them as much either yeah I just think you're going to get these episodes, and I thought this one wasn't that bad. I don't know. I don't know where I'd put it in the season, though. I think it's definitely bottom. I don't think it's bottom. It's very bottom for me. It's it's that one at the bottom, then a couple steps up, and then the Pershing episode, and then all the other ones are good. I look, you think I like it better than the first episode. That was pointless. They were like, oh, let's go get IG, whatever. True. And then they didn't get IG, whatever. True. And then you see... That fucking bitch, Amy Sedaris, again. I hate, I'm getting so tired. Yeah, that's fair. Like, I think this one's better than that one. And, yeah, there's all side quests, but, like, the whole ending of it where he gave Bo-Katan the mm-hmm. dark saber and she kind of had that fight between the guy, that, that like, duel between the other guy. Mm-hmm. Like, that was enough of, like, plot-moving yeah. action that, like, I'm fine with the CSI bullshit. I also didn't like how she just accepted it after his, like, oh, well, you killed the... Because, I mean, he's right. Technically, she does have Yeah, plan. but it's like, I wanted them to fight. 
Yeah, but or like some type of like I don't know secret whenever, um, conflict. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I feel maybe like whenever, she's like conspiring to like I don't know maybe kill him or like I need to battle you to get that dark saber to do this what the armor wants me to do. Uh, I feel like I remember watching it during the the whatever episode the second mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. Whenever all that stuff went down where she she like saved him with the dark saber. I remember thinking in my head like technically it's hers now cuz he lost to that thing that's why he lost the saber. Yeah, but you have to lose in battle or And through. he did lose in battle and then she defeated the thing that defeated him. Yeah. I'm cool with it. Eh, I'm cool with it because they're building up like these two are like allies, and you can't just have like a 180 out nowhere plot twist. Now I'm gonna try to fe- beat you so I can get this saber from you. Like I like I like the technicality reason better than just like derailing everything. And, all right, now I need to fight you for it. I just because uh, that, that derailed all the character development between the two all season. To me, it just seemed like a lazy way to write yourself out of something you probably shouldn't have done in the first place. To me, it seems like maybe you shouldn't have given Din, Dar- Din Jar and the Darksaber, but you did it, and now it's like, well, how do we fix this? Because now we have Bo-Katan on the show, we want to give it to Bo-Katan. I, I don't know. I disagree, and I can't really keep saying this. Yeah. Any, any other reasons except for just repeating what I just said? Yeah, okay. Well, I disagreed. Yeah. Um, I do wish I saw Din Djarin, We just saw Din Djarin using the saber, actually. Yeah, like actually using it, not just like struggling with it. Yeah, he never mm-hmm. actually used it. Yeah. That's the one thing I wish we saw. Mm-hmm. I, wish, I wish this scene and that technicality happened the last episode of the season and that ended the season. Her, re, like, her, like. Unless Bo Katan dies. That, maybe. That could happen. Bo Katan yeah. dies towards the end of the season. It could happen. To Thrawn. It could happen. I don't know if it will, but I could see it. I mean, that, could, that might happen. Why do they keep showing me IG in the start of the episode? You know, like you know how they do the preview of the episode. Mm-hmm. They always start with like the IG, like in season one, the end of season one, like where he gets melted. It's like, buddy, like we're not doing this. You already expressed that we're not going to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's kind of bullshit to me. But anyways, all right. Um. Last trailer, though, for TV, we got the Secret Invasion trailer for Marvel's new show coming out June. Is it June? Uh, yeah, I think it's June. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's going to be prominent Nick Fury action TV show. All the uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, your Aunt Robin, uh, Bilbo Baggins, um, the bad guy from Rogue One. <laughs> yeah. And the dude from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> you just name them all like from their other roles. Like, <laughs> or go through more time. You did Daenerys Targaryen. Yeah, Bilbo Baggins. Yeah, your Aunt Robin. Yeah, and wait, I'm forgetting one. Um, Pulp Fiction. The guy from Pulp Fiction and Rogue One, and the bad guy from Rogue One. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that chick is though in the trailer. Like the. uh Seemingly like the main antagonist of the show, I didn't recognize her from anything. Let me find. I'm surprised. Like, uh, well, shouldn't it be Julia Lewis Drive, the girl from Seinfeld, (laughs) (laughs) Elaine from Seinfeld, Elaine from Seinfeld, (laughs) or uh, what's her name from Veep? Um, What is her name? Yeah, I don't know. You you ever watch Veep? No, I have not. Veep's so funny. I've heard good things about it. 
I just I never really got around to watching it, and I don't really have a desire. One of the funniest scenes ever is the uh, one guy is kind of like a, a fuck up character, mm-hmm. um, and he was like running for senate, so he's like at in like a grade school to talk with the kids, mm-hmm. but um, he's like on the phone talking to his friend and. And just kind of forgets he's in front of a bunch of kindergartners. He's like, dude, I was eating so much pussy. I was shitting clits, son. <laughs> and he's like right in front of a bunch of kindergartners. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Um, I'm trying to find. For some reason, it's not pulling. Up. No, you're good. I, I just feel like this show is going to be. I think this show has the potential to be like on pace with like what Loki was for season one. Mm-hmm. Like to get the hype back up for some of these Marvel TV shows because it's definitely been lackluster on the Marvel TV side of things. I agree. Like w- Moon Knight was good, but that was like that was the only one out of the last like three shows or four shows, I feel. So they really need a uh, pick me up. And this is like their greatest chance to do so. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful for them. Hope they're able to pull it off. All right. So Samuel Jackson, Ben Mendelsohn, Amelia Clark. Is it this chick? Yeah, her. Okay, let's see what she's at. Is she in anything? It's Olivia Coleman. Coleman. She's Queen Anne in The Favorite. Hannah and Tyrannosaur, Lost Daughter. I don't know any of these movies. The Lobster, I've heard of. I have heard of The Lobster. She's a hotel manager. She's Mama Bear in the Shrek universe. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle. Mitchell's versus the machine. All right, we're done with that. Um, anything else for TV? Um, oh. She's in Mort Murder on the Orient Express. I don't know. Still I don't think I have anything. Marion and Thomas and Friends. All right. Let's take it over to music. Jams. Before we get into your jams of the week, though, a little headline popped up. Apparently, Aerosmith Steven Tyler is facing some legal troubles. Uh, there was a allegation that's been surfaced of sexual abuse for Steven Tyler. No, no, no. Apparently, uh, he sexually assaulted a 16-year-old back in 1973 and subsequently forced her to get an abortion. Steven Tyler, when asked about the incident, claimed that it was, quote, consensual. <laughs> One. It was consensual has to be the worst argument to give over a case like this. Yeah, because <laughs> he's still 16. It's still rape, buddy. <laughs> it's still yeah. a minor. And then number two, so you're telling me that she wanted to have the baby and Steven Tyler told her to, quote, dream on? Boo. That's a good joke. That's a good joke. Boo. <laughs> no, I mean, that's, that's good. But. That's funny. So, yeah, just legal troubles for Steven Tyler. Classic cancel culture, just like going back to something from 1973. I don't know. Is it, where's this uh, statute of limitations? Where's that coming to play? Because that has to be, this has to be more of an attack on his image than it is like legal. Because, like, what image? Like, what has he done recently? Like, it's not like he's trying to do anything. He's retired. Yeah, he's on all like, it's like, what? Any shows or I mean, I'm not trying to condone it, but like, I definitely got to Just let the guy, like, you know, live out the rest of his days and die at this point. Yeah. Like, he, he was he was Steven Tyler of Aerosmith. He's going to probably just die, re- like, pretty soon, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Like, he probably didn't have the best, like, lifestyle choices to live a long and healthy life. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you arrest him now and throw him in prison, he's probably going to be in prison for, like, a year before he, get, before he kicks it. He's not that old. 
He's not, he's he's like, not like about to die. But like with his lifestyle choices, maybe. He might be like pushing. He's like 65, I guess. Should I, should I Google if Steven Tyler How old is Steven Tyler? I guarantee it's like 60s. Uh, he's probably 70s. If it's 70s, it's even worse. Yeah, but you're making like he's going to die tomorrow. Not tomorrow, but like if you went in prison, you know, you're going to have all that stress yeah, and like less. Okay, yeah, like stress and less desire to live. He's already at like the median life expectancy for a human being right now. Would you bang him? I'd bang his daughter. Liv? Liv Tyler? What? 100%. Liv Tyler's, Liv Tyler's a smoke show, dude. Yeah. Dude, Armageddon Liv Tyler? She's a fox. She's a fox. The Incredible Hulk Liv Tyler? Yeah, yeah. Was she in uh, Lord of the Rings? Yeah, she was uh, Aragon's, like, elf girl. Elf bitch. Yeah, elf bitch. <laughs> Should I start calling Chelsea my little elf bitch? I don't think that'll go over well. Maybe wait till after your wedding to drop that kind Which of terminology. Mean, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lock her up. Like, only refer to her as that. What's up, elf bitch? <laughs> Did you eat my dinner yet, elf bitch? <laughs> what if... What if you're like, oh, yeah, my fiance. She's like, oh, I'm not your fiance anymore. It's like, oh, yeah, my elf bitch. You're my elf bitch, bitch. <laughs> Do my laundry, you elf bitch. Oh, God. All right. Uh, your jams of the week, though, this week. I got three for you. Um, Tyler Creator dropped a new album. I liked the song Dog Tooth from it. It's a good, like, up-tempo beat. Nice vibes. Nice, like, cruising the summer song. Um, definitely fucked with that. Then Khalid. With softest touch, um, sing it. No, I'm not gonna okay. sing it. But yeah, I mean, it was a good song. I liked it. But your jam of the week is gonna be "Peace and Love" by Wiz Khalifa, just dropping a banger. Sing that. I can't. I can't rap it legally. Come on, sing it <laughs> for the people. For the people. But you can check that out on the Talking Dirty Jams playlist on Spotify. As well as the podcast. But with that, Ryan, how about our closing statements? No. Why don't you sing the closing statements? Uh, until you sing <laughs> any of the jams of the week, I'm not doing the closing statement. <laughs> or any song, really. I'm not doing it. Any song, go ahead. I'm not doing it. I saw a viral video the other day of um, some old man singing the climb at karaoke. And Chelsea sent it to me because that was one of the few songs I've ever karaokeed. That'd be a good one to karaoke. Yeah, I did do it. It's awesome. It's mm. it's, come on, man. I'm not doing it. I'm not singing. They'd be a 10-hour podcast on <laughs> what How long would you go? It might be the last one because I'm not singing it. <laughs> come on, man. Kent's Brothers Painting, 412-775-877. Are you going to sing or get the number right before No, you can't do that. That's that's no. That's, then the same. Dude, you can't do that to me. All right. 412 <laughs> I'm going to Google the number in case you kept. Uh, do you think you can Google? In case you stayed true to it. <laughs> I was going to Google the number just to like read it off. and be Like, all right, I got the number. <laughs> I doubt they even have a website. You doubt they have a website? Oh, there is. You can see the number, yeah. There's no website though. But Kent's Brothers Painting, four one two seven eight four one five seven seven. All right. 
There's always gonna be another mountain. I was gonna wanna make a move. Have you heard like Miley Cyrus's voice nowadays? All right, we got it. Uh, Ken's cold weather. Two James Lines of the week. Cold world. I'll be chilling. Earmuffs on the children. Used to trap out the Hilton. Got wood on the Cartiers. That's a face full of splinters. All right. Well, it's a weird one, but the first three lines were fucking awesome. <laughs> All right, we're done. Peace out. In case you couldn't tell, I guess I'm doing well. This is just part of our survival. She said that I don't care as she swept back her hair. I guess this isn't our revival. The ocean view gets me every time. I know I'm out of line, but I know that it gets better. Come on, show me a sign as we're dancing here in the perfect silent weather. Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep. Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet. When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat. Only then will you know what I mean. Baby, you're messing up my phrasing. It's questions that you're raising. Just know you really drive me fucking crazy. And even though I like your state of mind, right, girl? Wrong time. Time has passed, the days are moving fast We need to get to where we're going No matter where you go, even a stone's throw The things you learn are always showing Oh baby, I think I know why You aren't left behind, these things are contradicting I know somewhere that I will pass you by With a sunset in the sky, do you know what I'm saying? Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat Only then will you know what I mean Baby, you're messing up my phrasing It's questions that you're raising Just know you really drive me fucking crazy And even though I like the state of my right girl Wrong time Time.